encourage secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. There is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent.
Mike Shaner from, hell, I don't know where I'm from. This is Mike Shaner from examiner.com. You're listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio Live. Is that all you want to <laughs> Let it go. 
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Well, here we go for a Saturday night, 11-23-2013, a little after 9 o'clock, first 52, coming at you live. Hope you guys are ready for JFK night. we got Jack Blood coming in at the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, I'm sure he'll have a lot to enlighten us with. I'm really excited to to talk with him again. We haven't talked to him since last January. And uh, you know, he's a he's an authority when it comes to uh, JFK and, and what went on there. So uh, he's going to bring some great stuff to the table. So I'm really, really stoked for that tonight. It's going to be a great time talking with him. Uh, it's been a, been a great week, actually. I feel really good today. Spent the day at the zoo with the kid. I mean, what more could you ask for? You know, uh, the whole family was out at the zoo just having a good time together. Uh, birthday party. Just a nice day. And it's nice to have that, you know, especially after the week of, of preparing for the JFK episode and and all the, the crazy things we've seen go on this week. You know, it's, it's just good to... It's good to sit down and relax every once in a while, you know, and, and we got to do that. So we're going to kick this show off. Of course, sitting to my right is my lovely lovely wife, Lexi. Good evening. I might get him out tonight. It's going to be one of those <laughs> nights. It's going to be tongue-tied. Guess, yeah. Well, you know when I get excited about things, I tend to well, tongue-tie myself a little bit. And, and way up in the Tampa area where we just left is, of course, Four Toad. Four Toad, how you doing? What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, it's going real good. Uh, All right, let me ask you a question. If you were in the neighborhood, did you see any chemtrails here? No, I didn't see them until I was coming home. We, we started getting so, them on so, the ride so, home. So, in other words, when we were within, I don't know, 20 miles of each other, the chemtrails just, uh, I don't, they stopped. I don't get it, man. I really I really don't get it. Yeah, because I've been at your house, what, like seven, eight, nine times and already? And they're never here. And we've that's, that's, that's statistically impossible. I know. I know? don't get it, dude. And they always start, though, right after you leave. I mean, literally, I say it to Lexi every time you leave. I'm like, look, there they are. And Dave just left. <laughs> you know, it's within, you know, a half hour of you leaving. They start. Um, that time we went to the beach. You left. You know, they, right. they're like one of the very started. first time. As soon as you left, they started freaking spraying again. I don't get it, man. <laughs> Everybody's been hassling me about the chemtrails recently, too, you know. Uh, not hassling me, but, you know, uh, the Shannon's been really busting my stones with that. And Shifty's jumped on I that bandwagon. I, I saw those post on your uh on your on your Facebook wall, he was like, you know, he's ha ha on all the trails. Yeah, well, he said he was going to go walk the dog, and he had. To, did you see the, the the picture of him with the the uh, tinfoil on his head? <laughs> no, he did not. Yeah, he sent me a picture, <laughs> and he said, you know, I'm getting ready to go walk the dogs, and it was a picture of him with a tinfoil hat on his head. I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and, you know, it's it, we have fun with each other. You know, I believe what right, I believe. Right. You, you know, everybody else going to believe what they want to believe, and. You know, one day one of us are going to be wrong. Which one it is, I don't know yet. You know, and, and nobody really knows until we can really get to the evidence and the proof of what's going on. Right. 
And up until that point, we'll just keep trying to figure out. We'll just keep going and going. Oh, this, 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 this piece of evidence. There's this came up. There's this. There's you know, always something. And we'll each shoot each other down, or we'll, we'll figure it out. Or know? we'll just ignore each other like we normally do anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, really. Uh, like I said, though, we're to do some JFK discussion. I, I do have a few uh, articles I want to address, and we will, we got to get to the break on time today. Um, so I want to touch on these few stories uh, that I've found throughout the week that really just confuse me completely um as i'm reading through some of these stories it's just ridiculous some of the some of the idiocy that we see going on out there uh between uh, i read an article of mental mayhem and people hearing voices one right here in south florida um you know we have uh fbi videos showing al-qaeda in kentucky did you read that article that was just ridiculous um, and that seems so ridiculous. I didn't even bother reading it. Well, it was an ABC exclusive. Well, all it was, it was just another one of the setups. And why don't we just hit that real fast since, you know, we're on that one here. Um, apparently an Al Qaeda linked terrorist who was resettled in the U.S. as an Iraq war refugee, uh, after allegedly killing American soldiers was caught on camera in Kentucky handling heavy weapons that the FBI said he believed would be sent to insurgents back in Iraq. The 2010 video obtained exclusively by uh, ABC News was part of a broader ABC News investigation into the flawed refugee vetting program, which officials said may have let dozens of terrorists into the country. In the video, uh, Wad Ramada Alawan is seen expertly field stripping <laughs> what the FBI identified as a Russian PKM machine gun. Other still images provided by the FBI from hours worth of surveillance footage showed Alawan and an accomplice Mohanad Sarif Hamandia handling a Stinger missile launcher and a rocket-propelled grenade launcher, which, you know, you just can't get those as U.S. citizens. So, an FBI agent assigned to the Sting operation that captured the video told out an FBI agent assigned to the Sting operation, uh, operation that captured the video. <laughs> we heard that before. Right. Told ABC News that Alawan had bragged to an informant about killing American soldiers in Iraq. He said he had, he had them for lunch and dinner. Uh, FBI Louisville Supervisor Special Agent Tim Bean said. Uh, the FBI said that beyond sending the arms back to extremists in Iraq, Alawan spoke of targeting, targeting a specific American soldier in the U.S. and possibly attacking other homeland targets. The weapons seen in the video, however, were supplied by the FBI after being rendered inoperable. <laughs> so again, we have another... Oh my God, where have I heard that before? What is that, like 22, 23? Yeah, I think that's about... I, I was going to say 20, 21. So yeah, we're somewhere in the 20s now where the FBI has supplied weapons to supposed terrorists. And, you know, mm -hmm. but what gets me even more on this story is this guy is apparently a former insurgent that was brought to the U.S. by the U.S. government as an Iraqi refugee. So was this a CIA guy brought here to allow the FBI to have another fake terrorist bust? And that's what I yeah. think when I hear this. I, it seems to be such a, a mild thing. Like, nobody's even touting it, you know. It was, it was like a blurb, you know, four or five days ago. Nobody really even gives a shit because nobody believes them anymore. Yeah, well, cause you know? it's the same thing each and every time. Every single 
uh, terrorist attack thwarted in the United States since, you know, 2004 has been orchestrated by the FBI. And you've got an Al-Qaeda-linked terrorist who was resettled in the U.S. as an Iraqi war refugee. Now, we all, well, not we all, but I believe that Al-Qaeda is part of the CIA. That's why I call it Al-Qaeda. No. Yeah, but I really, I do. I swear, I do. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just one of those things that we have to, to question and, and go, stop it. Just stop hey, the bullshit. Yes. I might have breaking news. What's that? Do you know that the Iran is in, uh, talks with, right uh, now? yeah, with Kerry? Yeah, it seems to be that they've reached an agreement. Yeah, what's that agreement? Did it say? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just getting it on Twitter and it was, uh, Brad actually tweeted it out or retweeted it. And where does it say? It's breaking Iran nuclear deal reached. Photo crews called in for signing ceremony. Uh, I can't find it anywhere else, but I've seen it a couple of times on Twitter now. So that'll be cool. Uh, we're probably not going to invade there, which means we just have to find another place to invade. Yeah, of course we do. Uh, well, you know, they, they haven't, they haven't accomplished everything they want in the Middle East yet. They still haven't got Syria. Um, and they're not going to go into Iran until they have more control over Syria because they need Syria. We talked about this before. They need Syria as a launching point, as a point to get into the country and move up um, to Iran. So until we have a good foothold, and that's why they want what's-his-face out of there. Um, what's his name over there in Syria? Um, but, that guy. Yeah, Assad. Assad? Yes. I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's who it is. Um, so, you know, we'll get there. We'll, we'll, we'll figure this all out. Uh, um, it's just ridiculous. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just feeling this global wave of peace despite the fact that governments want to get into fights. I feel that there are people that, that are, they don't want to fight anymore. No, which no, I, none I of hope. us want to fight anymore. I, I'm, right. I'm over it, dude. I'm so over. The lies of this government, uh, the lies of every government around us that is involved in the Federal Reserve or a centralized banking system. And that all leads to JFK. I know I tweeted out on, or Facebooked out on Friday, you know, 50 years ago was the, the beginning of the end or whatever it was I said. And you said, well, it was 100 years ago. 100 years right. ago was the initial start of the coup. They finished the coup, in my personal opinion, in uh, 1963 when they killed kennedy because that was the final camel that was the final straw that broke the camel's back as far well, he as he was the guy that was that was really kind of just really being the people's president and they didn't want that so they they had to you know they had to publicly execute him and put all the rest of the people in line you know that's yeah. that's my thought right process. well and i i i agree with you on that uh i think what we gotta have to go over is and i'm waiting for lexi to get back here she had to go tuck the kid back into bed um, <laughs> I, I want to go over what our each individual thought or theory is to who, why, and what. Um, you know, we hear hundreds of different conspiracy theories as to, and, and the word conspiracy theory, guys, keep in mind, that was born from it's the coined JFK, by the CIA, CIA by, right. through the JFK assassination. They didn't call people who questioned things conspiracy theorists until 1963, 64. <laughs> so, you know, we wouldn't have been conspiracy theorists, uh, pointing this stuff out. We would have just been patriotic Americans looking for answers. 
you know, so they had to find a way to to lessen the words coming out of people's mouths. Um, you know, we had the the 50th anniversary here, or the 50th, whatever they called it, the, 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 the dog and pony show where they locked everybody out except for those with tickets. Uh, I don't know if you watched any Alex Jones or listened to any Alex Jones on, I know you're not a big fan of him, uh, but he did. They were broadcasting live uh, straight from the streets, um, and mm-hmm. he got into it with cops, dude. He kept on, they walked right up to the edge of the barricades and started bullhorning. And of course the cops come over and they're like, you know, you can't do that here. There's a free, there, you can go over there to that. And he goes, what, a free speech zone? And he's like, yes, a free speech zone. It's over there. He's like, so what are you going to do if I don't go over there and, and do it there and I stay here and do it? Are you going to arrest me for, for speaking? And the, the cop just didn't even know what to say. You know, like he, he really, <laughs> if you didn't watch any of it, uh, it's all over the place, obviously on YouTube. His webpage has a, a, a bunch of the uh, segments put up. You got to go listen to how he he handled these cops, and they spent three days there, constantly going in and out of the area they weren't supposed to be, constantly getting uh, um, bothered by the police or approached by the police or talked to by the police, and nobody got arrested. You know, at one point in time, mm-hmm. they they tried to or they were planning on it. At least they say that's what was going on. Some people heard them say, "We got to get that Alex Jones guy," uh, but they were they were threatening to arrest people for holding signs. Just for holding signs or handing out yeah. leaflets, you know that's that's ridiculous. And then, of course, uh, they had live on video the removal of the X. They they totally stripped the road and resurfaced it before the ceremonies. And there is an X that um, I forget the gentleman's name. He's been doing it for 19 years. He he puts it down. Uh, he put it down 19 years ago. It's just tape. Uh, they uh-huh. go they go, goes through and he updates it every couple years. Puts fresh tape down or whatever, to mark that spot. Well, they uh, apparently removed it because they were afraid of people tripping over the X. <laughs> That's one of the reasons they told him. Um, so it's just a story. Yeah, nobody, nobody's, nobody's tripped in 19 years, but now all of a sudden it's a safety issue. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, they weren't letting people that were witnesses. Um, the, the third person hit by a bullet fragment that day in 1963. Uh, James Tag, Tag, Tog, Tag, I think it is. Uh-huh. Um, they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't let any of the investigators that have been researching this. I mean, there's guys that have been doing this for 50 years that were there and they wouldn't let yeah. them in. Uh, does not surprise me. You know, if you, if you're, if you're not towing the line, they exclude you. Yeah. And I was watching, uh, uh, what was it? Thursday night, I believe it was. Um, I was flipping through and they had, uh, CNN had a, uh, a, you know, remembered John F. Kennedy whole thing where, you know, they addressed the conspiracy theories. And of course, you know, they had, there was proven, you know, it was one guy was proven uh, with a reasonable of a doubt that, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely just Oswald and there's no other way it could have been or nobody else, you know, and they had those guys and they had, um, some of the other people on that they talked to about the conspiracy theories. I hate that word. I really do hate that word. Um, and and they didn't really berate them or make them feel bad or anything. Honey, you're back on. Um, but you could tell that they were trying to belittle them a little bit. Um, so I took some notes from that that I'm going to bring up with Jack. Um, and are we going to introduce your, our guest on your end there? No, it's just a guy who sits in from time to time. Biggity Bang is here. (laughs) All right. So Biggity's also going to be here with us. Yeah, he don't talk too much. He's going to give us his theory as we go through this. 
Uh, so we well, got. We'll see uh, the the eleventh hour or the eleven o'clock hour. That's when I go smoking and and everything he gets, gets happy. To, oh, I, I, I kind of force him on. No, no, he already told me he'd be coming on and he'd talk. He won't talk during JFK, but he'll give us his theory beforehand or right, during okay. Jack Blood. I mean, sorry. Um, so yes, you, you're just. I am. I'm. I'm tweaked tonight. I'm telling you. I'm. I really. All right. So so now that you now that you're fired up and we're trying to stay away from JFK stuff, uh, what do you think of Bitcoin? I'm thinking I wish when it was $26 I had bought some. Honestly. <laughs> Fucking me too. Uh, it is currently, currently the average is 826. It, That's even higher than I thought it would it be. It was 500 yesterday. Yeah, and it went back up. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, I thought you were mining. Are you not mining anymore? No, actually at this point, um, anybody that wants to mine, it turns out to be a, uh, a loss. You can't really, cause, cause the payouts are so little. Um, that, and you need, you need so much power to get it done and you're getting, you're getting fractions of coins at this point. And it just doesn't pay for any new miners. It's just, just think about it like, uh, like gold mining in 1848. You know, everyone out there, they got all the good shit. Now to go out there again to make a living, you, you'll, you, you barely even get enough to scrape by. Well, so that's the same thing with Bitcoin. Yeah, I really wish I would have bought into it when it was 26. You know, I, I said to Lexi, I said, imagine if when it was 25, let's say $25, just to make math easy, right? If we bought $100, Worth of Bitcoin we would have had four Bitcoin, which means right now we would have two thousand dollars, more than two thousand. Uh, yeah, it, it's sixteen. So thirty-five hundred, thirty, thirty-two hundred dollars we'd have. May I remind you? Uh, Please do. The the, the the price on uh, empty Gox is eight hundred. <laughs> eight hundred. Let's just go with eight hundred. Yeah. Make May I remind easy. you the fr- the fr- right <laughs> the first Bitcoin transaction was here in Jacksonville for the pizza ten. 10,000 coins for two pizza. Now, 10,000 times 800 uh, equals 80,000. Eight, $8 million pizza. Jesus Christ. I said 80,000, really? Jeez. That's ridiculous. Well, it goes to show you. $8 million. It goes to show what you. Really, so you're kicking yourself in the ass because you didn't invest at 26, but you got to understand, I've been, no, I've known about Bitcoin since it came out in 2009. When it was like and two I cents. Start, not even. Not even it was like fractions of cents, and I I could have mined with the standard computer, and I actually had the mining going uh, for a couple of days. I didn't know what I was doing, you know. It was two thousand nine. I didn't really understand finance, um, and I it, the miner kind of slowed my computer down. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to do this. Well, so if I had do you have any stuck though? With it, do you have anything? I here's the thing. I have a uh, I got a uh, about a year and a half ago. I got two cents worth at the time. And let me pull up my Bitcoin thing. Now, I haven't touched this wallet. This wallet only had two cents in it from, you know, or, or the equivalent to two cents uh, a year and a half ago. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So while the wallet's coming up, it actually tells you, it finds out the the, the empty Gox price, and then it will tell you. Here it is. <laughs> Come on. Yep. Any day now, Dave. <laughs> yeah, well, I got a bunch of pop-ups coming up. And now it's it's syncing with the ne- network, and it doesn't doesn't say. How come it's not saying? Uh oh, they stole your bitcoins, Dave. You've been hacked. No, yeah. no, it's not. I still I have point zero zero one. So I uh, usually they tell you what it, what it is here in uh, so the eight hundred Cox. But uh, all right, so I looked at it the other day, and it was you know worth sixty two cents. So I haven't done shit, and you know what was two cents is now worth sixty two cents. That's what. 10,000 or 10 times over? Right. See, now you should have left that sucker mining. But I am, I am oh, concerned. Oh, God. I, w- I would be, I, w- I would have the compound ready. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Um, 
I am concerned of a bubble uh, being built now because it's it's hit the mainstream and people are going to start buying into it. Um, and that's my that's one of my concerns as far as not for the people that have been involved for a long time, but I'm I'm concerned for the people going into it now. Um, yeah, well, there's there's risk in everything. See, everybody's thinking that it's, you should have invested in it, but nobody's investing in dollars. Why are they Why are they thinking that this is the currency that they're going to invest in? They should just use it. They should not worry about it. Well, because you have to buy you it know? to use it. Right, but you buy it, and then you buy, you know, then you use the Bitcoin to buy whatever you want to buy, and then it, then your deal is done. It's not like you're you're buying it to hold it. But you shouldn't be doing this as an investment. Well, um, you should have when it was, you know, a couple cents a coin. <laughs> well, there there are alternatives. There's uh, there's Litecoin, which I've talked about, right. uh, which I might I might start mining again. And, and now that I got some money, I might build a rig for it. Um, but there's there's a shitload of cryptocurrency. Do you remember Kim.com, the guy that had the mega share site? He's in New Zealand. The uh, American government went over there to, and, uh, you know, did the whole thing where they break into your house and with guns drawn and helicopters and shit. Um, the American they government took would never site. do that. Yeah, right. They, they're, they're doing, they're, they're investigating another sovereign country. Anyway, this guy, he, he set up another site and he's actually doing mega coin. So, uh, he's, you know, the big, the, and he's actually a very big guy. But uh, if he's behind it, I think Megacoin's going to start blowing up too. Well, see now that so, now we're going to have all these different. See that just it, it gets to be a little con- concerning to me, uh, having too many of these different things floating around. But yeah, you know, you were you were right back when we talked about it originally, and it would have been a good investment back then as long as you got a bunch and got out of it at you know as it's going up now. <clears throat> you know, maybe sell a yeah, few well, coins but, here if, if you got a hundred coins. Maybe sell you know every spike. You know, you sell maybe five of them or or whatever, and, and make a little money right. off of it. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Let's. Uh, I want to touch on another article or two, and then we'll go okay. over our individual theories or beliefs of what happened with JFK, and then we'll take our break and bring Jack in. Um, this this story. This is in uh, Reason dot com, and uh, this story really it's from uh, Lorraine County, Ohio. A driver arrested in Ohio for secret compartment full of nothing. <laughs> I, heard, I read this story. It's ridiculous. Norman Gurley, girl, Gurley, uh, 30, is facing drug-related charges in Lorraine County, Ohio, despite the fact that state troopers did not actually find any drugs in his possession. Ohio passed a law in 2012 making it a felony to alter a vehicle to add a secret compartment with the intent of using using it to conceal drugs for trafficking. Gurley is the first person actually arrested under the law. WKYC in Northeast Ohio covered the arrest with no notable journalistic skepticism whatsoever. <laughs> they of pulled course. A, no, of course not. They pulled over the driver for speeding, but then the troopers noticed several wires running to the back of the car. Those wires then led them directly to a hidden compartment, which dumbass didn't do a very good job of hiding his compartment if the wires were visible. Um, just, you know, a little side note there. Around 5 p.m. on Tuesday, state troopers made the arrest under the law, which is meant to combat criminals who modify the inside of cars, allowing them to store drugs or weapons inside secret compartments, which can often only be accessed electronically. They just noticed some wires, did they? Just while in the process of handing, handing Gurley a speeding ticket, they noticed the wires. Uh, I don't get that sentence. Uh, <laughs> They did not, however, find any drugs, which means they're arresting Gurley for the crime of an empty space. Troopers arrested 30-year-old Norman Gurley, who didn't even have any drugs on him, but it didn't matter because in Ohio, driver 
just driving a trap car is now a felony. Without the hidden compartment law, uh, we would never have had any charges on the suspect, says Combs. But because of the law, one more trap car is now off Northeast Ohio roads. Now, what if, uh, what if, um, you know, he, uh, I, I don't know, maybe he liked to hide his Christmas presents in his car, you know, or, uh, you know, maybe he, you know, when he traveled, he'd like to put his weapons in a place that wasn't very visible, or maybe he just wanted some extra space, so he built another compartment. I mean, I, I, it's just ridiculous. Now, I, I get, you know, if, if they made this law to add something else to the charges that they give somebody uh, who is trapped. Now, of course, I don't believe drugs should be illegal, and Buzzy, don't hassle me tonight about that. We're on other things. Um, I don't believe drugs should be illegal and a criminal offense. Uh, but if that's the, the case and they're just trying to add charges to a, you know, a, a drug trafficker who's caught with drugs, then I guess I could see the law being useful. But now you're arresting somebody who didn't do anything Oof. wrong. Who, right, whose sole crime is driving a car that has a compartment, a secret compartment, and they would—they found no drug residue in the in that compartment at all. So they're—they're—it's such a bullshit law, and this this just this just fucking pisses me off again, um, because this is the cops really just overstepping a boundary. Just last night, my son was hanging out at a party, wasn't drinking, but was hanging out at a party. Right, cops came over and ticketed every car outside that one was twelve inches too far away or beyond twelve inches from the curb. You know, they live in rural Long Island, so they can put, they, they, they park their cars in the wrong direction. They gave them tickets for that. I've been doing that for 10 years in fucking Long Island. Right. Never got a ticket. It was only harassment tickets. And these cops are fucking overstepping their boundaries all the time. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm afraid for my son because eventually he's going to get fucked up. Yeah. He's going to get know? himself in trouble because he's, he's got your mentality, I'm sure. Um, yeah. And not only that, he's fucking badass. He does, you know, he's MMA and shit. And uh, he he works out, and uh, he's taller than me, and he'll fuck you up, you know. And I, I just hope that he doesn't. I, I well, he the cool thing is he told me he's like I didn't go out there. I saw them, and I but I had my camera ready, and I was like, yeah, you should have went out there and just started interviewing them because the guy's out here like fucking twelve o'clock at night giving parking tickets, That's you know, because he could they couldn't give them any other ticket because they weren't too loud. They just could they were just it, annoyance tickets. Just something to to collect some more money, make some revenue. Yeah, you know, I was up in Tampa. I got to see a bunch of red light traffic cameras, and Lexi told me that uh, she found out that we have a few down here in in, in our area. We Let have, me show you my ticket. <laughs> we have like a couple in Port Charlotte. Yeah, that's what you're saying. I can't believe that. Uh, well, you can look yeah. it up. I mean, you can go online and put your zip code in. I just think it's amazing that they can put these. I think it's amazing they put these things in without any discussion with the citizens. Of the town, county, city, whatever it be. Uh, there's Dave's ticket. Nice. Yeah, you told me you got one. You see, you see my truck. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, that's you ridiculous. Got, and there's video of it too. Unreal. Now, did you run a red light or what was it? 150. Yeah, 158 dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did do it. So yeah, you know, I mean, if you did it, Dave, you did it. I mean. Well, no, no, I shouldn't say that. My truck did. You could obviously see that my truck went through the red light. Okay. Was I dri was I driving it? I don't know, were you? I don't I don't know. You don't remember. I don't no. recall being there that day. No, I, I remember I used to lend my truck out a lot to the people that lived in the uh the where did I live? Uh in that in that uh shitty trailer park. Oh yes, yeah, I remember those shitty people in the shitty trailer this park. Is, this yeah. will expand though, because I mean I I saw this going on in the UK when I was over there and they, they went from red light cameras to you know, speeding cameras and they just mail you a ticket to littering 
Um, they'll just, if they see something go out your window, like a cigarette or whatever, they'll just mail you a ticket for littering. I mean, it's, it, it will get worse than just a red light camera thing. Yeah. I think it's, yeah. it's going to become much it's, bigger than this. It's never going to go away. No, no it's not. You know? It's this, all set and, and again, now. this is the whole core reason why I want to move out of this country. You know, it's, it's because now you're starting to see that this shit's not going away. It's only going to get worse before the empire finally crumbles. And when that happens, it's going to take a lot of us out, you know, in terms of monetarily. Yeah, that's why I um, have the big fear. Well, like we were talking with who? Oh, we were talking, we, we were talking with somebody last night and, you know, the end goal here is to eliminate the middle class completely. They want low class and they want their, their level. They, that's all they want. They don't want, business owners in the middle that, you know, are making a million or 400,000 or, or even 2 million a year. They don't want that. You know, they don't want somebody living a decent life on their own, working hard. Um, right. Yeah. And, and back to that Ohio law real fast. Imagine, imagine buying a car, not even knowing there's a trap door there and the cops find it when they pull you over and you right. didn't even know it was there. Now you're in jail for something. You, I mean, this guy obviously knew, and you know what? He might have wanted to run drugs for all I know, but he wasn't. So, um, right? It's just, yeah. Uh, uh, Skin Biscuits wants to know <laughs> if you can pay your ticket in Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm not paying it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to pay it. All right. Um, well, I, I, that's my goal is is to not pay. We'll see what happens. I'm going to fight the system because I got nothing better to do. Well, yeah, might as well do something, right? Right. Right. All right. I mean, um, I mean I, you know, when I went to New York in April, I told you I was going to fight the power, and I got fucking frisked both times, and I just I was not in the mood to fight. But this court thing, I will definitely go to court for, because I'll be like, can I see my accuser? Can you bring the camera in, please? No. And then I'm going to be like, oh, okay, uh, well, that wasn't me, you know? Well, who was it? Uh, I lend the truck out a lot to, to a lot of people. I don't know who it was that day. I don't keep a ledger. Well, it could be one of five people. No, really, I have to come up. No, no, it's it. The the state has to come up with the uh the incriminating evidence. It's it's the proof of burdens on you, not me. So we'll see how it goes. I'm sure I'm going to wind because it's 150 dollars. I'll, I'll probably walk out of there probably 250 deep because they say if you fight it, they uh they charge you more. But I'm going to do it anyway. Well, they got to play their games, you know. It's just the way they do it. I'm just sending a little thing over here. Um. So what we're going to do here is let's start winding up for the JFK stuff. Uh, have you heard, I know Salty played it the other day, uh, the Corbett report came out with a, you know, remember he did the 9-11 one uh, two years ago? Yeah. He did a mm-hmm. great one for JFK conspiracy. Let's let's play that and okay. uh, get a good idea of, of where we're going to go with this tonight. And then we'll come back from that and talk about our theories. Okay. Lee Harvey Oswald was your typical America-hating communist from Louisiana, and like every risky-loving pinko from the South, he grew up watching American spy dramas, volunteered for a civilian air patrol run by a CIA contract agent, and joined the U.S. Marines. Nicknamed Oswaldsky for his tendency to speak Russian and spout pro-Soviet propaganda, he was given special training and assigned to one of the most sensitive facilities in the world, running the radar for the U-2s spying on the rescues in the Chicoms. 
After contracting gonorrhea in the line of duty, Oswald was tested for Russian proficiency before being honorably discharged to take care of his mother, who wasn't ill, and flew to Europe using money he didn't have on planes that didn't exist to arrive at Helsinki, where he stayed at the most luxurious hotel in town before waltzing into the Soviet Union at the height of the Cold War. While there, he kept a detailed log of Soviet facilities, made notes about microdots, and carried a CIA standard-issue Minox camera before getting bored and returning to the United States on a military jet, using money loaned to him from the U.S. Embassy. After waltzing back into the United States after supposedly defecting to the enemy at the height of the Cold War, he settled back in New Orleans where he appeared in radio and TV interviews, got into fistfights on the street, and handed out leaflets from a pro-Castro Cuban group sharing office space with an ex-FBI agent involved in government-sponsored anti-Castro Cuban groups. Moving to Texas and befriending a millionaire Russian oil man who helped to get him a job at the Texas School Book Depository, Oswald made sure to let his murderous intent be known by attempting to assassinate a right-wing general in the area, thus potentially jeopardizing any plot to kill the president, and sent vanity photos of himself posing with his rifle to his close friends. On the morning of November 22, 1963, Lee Harvey Oswald went to work in the school book depository where the president just happened to be driving by. After somehow getting the Secret Service to stand down before entering Dealey Plaza, Oswald set up a makeshift sniper's nest and got off three shots in six seconds, leaving four bullets without leaving any nitrate on his cheek, a feat that has never been duplicated, including one bullet that managed to cause seven entry exit wounds, a feat that has never been duplicated, penetrating 15 inches of tissue, four inches of rib, and a radius bone to come out in almost perfect condition on a stretcher in the hospital while no one was looking, a feat that has never been duplicated. He then ran downstairs and got himself a Coke from the vending machine within seconds of the assassination before heading home, grabbing his things, walking down the street, shooting the police officer, ducking into a movie theater, and waiting to be arrested. After jumping up and pulling his gun on the police officers who swarmed the theater, he was let out the front door, or the back, and taken into police custody. While there, he is not charged with the murder of the president. Did you kill the president? No, I've not been charged with that. In fact, nobody has said that to me yet. And like any self-respecting America-hating communist grandstander who had just killed the President of the United States in a pinko rage, denied he had anything to do with it. I'm just a patsy. Before being transferred to county jail, he was shot on live TV by a two-bit union mafia stooge, supposedly torn by grief at the death of the President, whose brother he personally hated, later claiming that it was part of a conspiracy the world will never know. The world will never know the true facts. Luckily, the crusading journalist of the unbiased media told the public the straight truth about what happened. His head could be seen to move violently forward. Hoover wrote a memo that weekend demanding that the public be convinced that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone assassin. LBJ appointed a commission telling Commissioner Warren that he had to find that Lee Harvey Oswald was the lone assassin. And, as luck would have it, that commission concluded... Now, what about the doctor at Parkland Hospital who reportedly said the president was wounded in the front? Actually, the doctor told the commission and a newspaper report agrees. He said only that the bullet could have entered from the front. But because of the president's condition and their desperate haste, the doctors never turned him over, never saw the similar wound where the bullet actually entered from the back. This is the story of the JFK assassination, as brought to you by the truth-tellers in government. Those weapons of mass destruction got to be somewhere. <laughs> and the media. And if you have any questions about it, you are a woo-woo, grassy-knoll, tinfoil, lizard-fearing America hater. If you love Jesus, sunshine, ponies, monster trucks, miniskirts, and the American flag, you will never ask any questions about any part of this story to anyone. Ever. Ever. This message has been brought to you by the CIA, Joint Chiefs of Staff, Warren Commission, and the MSM. Because ignorance is strength. Yes, ignorance is strength in the country of America anymore, and most of the large company countries of the world. Um... Yeah, I like the way he puts those together. The 911 one we play every once in a while. This guy, uh, I really enjoy listening to it. And, uh, uh, it, it's a lot of things that you just gotta, 
you got to question everything. And that's why I question everything the way I do. You know, um, I don't claim to know everything. I, I really don't. I just go off of what I feel. What, I, what, when I hear a story like the, the, the Al Qaeda terrorists in Kentucky, you know, the first thing that went through my mind was everything I said. And, and that's all we have to, that's all we ask people to do is just think, why do they do these things? Um, my theory, my thoughts on JFK, um, there's a lot of reasons why people, the, the elite, the people in charge would want him dead. Um, he was about to end Vietnam and bring the troops home and not escalate the war. Um, he, he, he was trying to eliminate the Federal Reserve. You know, we have the, the, Kennedy Greenback, the $5 bill that was printed in, in 62, I believe, that was not attached to the centralized banking system. Um, so not only that, he tried, he tried to take away some of the Federal Reserve powers. If you look up executive order 11110. Right. And, and that, that, you read that, now you know why he was killed. Yeah. Those are, again, a multiple, multiple different reasons. Uh, and a lot of it goes back to what Eisenhower warned about with the military industrial complex. Uh, mm -hmm. was it the, was it the military side? Well, you know, we know that, uh, the Bay of Pigs was a CIA operation he didn't even know about until it went down and then he knew he had to take responsibility because he was the president. And as we know, the buck stops with the president. Oh, wait, not with our president now, does it? He tries to pawn it off on everybody else. Um, so <laughs> he had a lot of reasons they wanted him dead. Um, I don't believe it was the mob. Um, I honestly, I inside believe it was a combination of the CIA and the military uh, industrial complex that was, that was part of this or, or that caused this or that put this together. Um, now, as I've said before, we kind of see a battle going on currently between what I would say is the CIA and the military. Um, I, I think that's why we're seeing a lot of these generals going out. I think why we're seeing a lot of the stupid things we're seeing going on, including Benghazi, I really think there's an internal battle within the elite um, for control of everything right now. And it all starts, and it all what, – that, that's what I was saying about what I wrote about 50 years ago, Dave. The, the coup d'etat was finalized, and where we, where we sit today began on November 22nd, 1963. I really believe that's what led us up to where we sit today. Obviously, 9-11 brought us to the point we're at, really, with everything, but that was the beginning of it. That was the beginning of, of, of tricking people, of, of getting people to believe, you know, whatever is said to them through the news media. Um, so that's my theory. Now, honey, I know, I, I know you kind of have some different thoughts on your theory or your idea of what what his reasoning for being dead was or killed. <clears throat> well, mine's kind of kooky. And I, you know, the reason it's a theory is because nobody can prove it at this point. I mean, we're talking 50 years down the road and most evidence is destroyed that would hold any truth in the matter. Uh, but this kind of stems back from when I was in middle school and I came across, I was kind of into like, space travel and aliens and all this garbage back when, you know, I was, I was in a, a phase <clears throat> and I came across this book that I read and it kind of shook me up and it was about, it was linking, um, 
the assassination to his involvement and trying to pull information from the CIA and, and NASA and, and demanding to see um, certain ele- elements of UFOs and working with Russia and this whole thing and just that it sort of led to that. There was a a letter that he had written that was relatively aggressive um, five days before his assassination and also looking to cooperate with Russia at the time. And it was just sort of a strange link there. So, I mean, I, I think it's plausible I mean, it's an alternative so, to look at so it. So you're saying that he was uh, possibly going to uh, release the the truth about aliens, um, and that might be one of the reasons why you're thinking... I think he wanted to work with Russia at that time on that, which obviously um, was likely frowned upon, um, because they were sort of up and coming in that field at the time, and... I think that kind of ended up being an issue once the CIA realized his intentions. All righty. That's it. That's what we wanted to know. (laughs) Dave, what's your, what's your thoughts on, on your belief of why? I believe he was hampering the ability for the banks to make money and have control because he did not want to go to war in Vietnam. He wanted to scale that back. He did not want to fuck with Cuba. Um, the whole Cold War um, thing, uh, you know, he was trying to stave off. I mean, I, if, you, if you get to watch um, Oliver Stone's uh, The Untold History of the United States... There's there's one of them where there's a guy there's there's a there's a second officer of a Russian of sh- submarine who stopped nuclear war. We should be thanking this motherfucker every day. But you know around that time there was there was a, a sub right off the coast of Florida and they could have easily launched this thing because uh it was very much like a, a movie I forget it was a, an American movie with Denzel Washington in it. And he was telling the, the pilot or the captain don't fire we don't know yet because they couldn't get in touch. And that's what was happening. This submarine lost touch with their, you know, secret communication. Something happened. And they thought, uh, they had launched missiles. And if they sub had launched a missile, we would have been in a full scale nuclear war. And, you know, there are little people, uh, that tried to stop them. Uh, Gorbachev, not Gorbachev. Was it Gorbachev? No, it was Varishnikov. Fuck. I don't remember who it was. Right. The Russian guy. He was, he didn't want to fight either. Cause you got to understand Russia, World War II beat the shit out of Russia. More people died in Russia than in fucking concentration camps. Um, it's the sad thing is, uh, a lot of people had problems in World War. Anyway, they didn't want another war. They didn't want more millions of people to get killed. So he was really trying to, the president of Russia was really trying to work with JFK to avoid that. It was the people behind JFK, uh, you know, the military industrial complex. And the people that are paying for all that shit, the banks, you know, because basically everybody, everybody in government is a fucking puppet for the banking system, right? Oh yeah, uh, but, absolutely. At least, at least at nowadays, least at least that's how I think. No, I think and, so. Uh, so, and of course, the, you know, the people that are that are in control of the banks, you know, they're not in the, the the countries that are, you know, they're starting these wars because they make money on both sides of the war. You look at the Bank of International Settlements, which actually have this tab open. There are 59 
60 members at this point, right? China's one of them. You know, people that we were, we're, you know, supposedly pissed off at, they're actually part of this, this, uh, central banking system. And the part about this, um, entry here in Wikipedia that annoys me the most is the the last line of the first paragraph. And it says, as an international institution, it is not accountable to any single national government. So basically, they're lawless. They could do whatever the fuck they want. They don't have, they don't, they're not under anybody's rules. And of course, they're controlling all the central banks of all the major companies, countries across the planet. They are in control. You think that, you know, oh, we don't want one world government. There is one world government. And it's the bank. They're the one that's controlling everybody. Mm, yeah, it, it, there really is. And I have to agree with you on that too. Um, it's, it's, we're going to really get into, you know, the conspiracy and, and what evidence there is out there when we get Jack on here in the next couple minutes. Um, and again, I have a bunch of questions. I know he's got a bunch of stuff, some things I want you to think about. Um, you know, think about the tale of two Oswalds. Um, think about um, people not even getting interviewed. Think about the assassinations or the mysterious deaths of of hundreds of witnesses. Um, there's just there's so many things that need to be talked about. There's so many things that we need to come to a solution or an answer of. Um, we've got deathbed confessions. We've got uh, mistresses saying that it was done by them. Uh, there's just so much involved in in the assassination of JFK, and I don't. I honestly don't think it was one thing. I honestly believe that it's multiple um, reasons, and I believe it's multiple agencies or people higher up that orchestrated this and that wanted this. So it's 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 not uh, an easy thing. Now, I still believe that uh, Reagan could have been a good president, and he was going in a direction the elite didn't want, and they shot him in the ass as a warning. You know, I really believe that. And that's when he really got stupid after that. But then again, you go to all these presidents, and there's always something being held above them. Um, you know, there's, there's rumors that Reagan was, you know, a, a, a flaming homosexual back in the days of his movie career. Uh, right. You know, there's just so many different things you got to ask yourself, uh, and that uh, I don't care if he was or wasn't, but but the elite use those things um, to control these people. What? How are they controlling Obama? You know, did you, you, there's so many different things about Obama? I still don't even believe that he was born in this country. You know, I really mm-hmm. don't. I know people think I'm crazy for that, but I've seen enough evidence. I've I've looked at his birth certificate myself. And I, I've seen the abnormalities in it. I downloaded it straight from the White House website. And I, the abnormalities that they point out in the investigation that was done by your buddy, um, uh, Arpaia, you know, I know you don't like him for some of the things he does, and I understand why you don't. I don't like, I don't like him for everything he does. Just let's keep that up. Wow. You gotta like him for every, the investigation every, he did for John, on Obama, though. He, I mean. He did, no, he got nothing done. Well, okay, nobody's listening to him. Have you really looked at the evidence that, that his cold case team presented? And we're getting off on Obama all of a sudden. Yeah. Have you uh, ever, well, have you ever looked at the evidence other than, you know, you, or you just didn't look at it because it was Arpaia and his boys? 
No, I, I've looked at the uh, the birth certificate. I believe the birth certificate is fake. But the thing is, you know, um, was he born in this country? Yeah, he was born in Hawaii. You know, it, he, and, and if you know the laws, uh, even if only one of his parents is a, you know, a U.S. citizen, he's still a U.S. citizen. He did not go over to Kenya and renounce his citizenship. You actually have to do that. Or, or his parents would have had to do that because he couldn't do it. They didn't do that. He came back. Everything was fine. Look, get over it. There's bigger things to worry about. Well, you can't get over it because if there's anything there that shows false falsehood or or fakery, he can't be president. There, they, he was got there through uh, deception. You know, there, there's a reason why these things are. They faked. all got. All right, just this week, Catherine Harris's husband committed suicide. Remember Catherine Harris in the 2011 from the election? Yeah, yeah. she was the she Secretary of State right. of Florida, right? Or yeah, and then all yeah. of a sudden she became a congressperson. You know, now imagine that. Now her husband's dead. I wonder what she was about to talk about. Now, right, you got to ask yourself stuff like that. All right, let's uh, let's see here. We got to, do, 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 do. all right. Yeah, let's roll off into our break. Uh, we'll get get a uh, Jack Blood rolled up, and uh, we'll continue this. Funness when we get back. Uh, Jack Blood will be. Oh, and I forgot to tell everybody. Third hour. I know it was premiered last night. Um, political, political statement by uh, Frank and the Boys. Uh, it was premiered last night on Robert Veer's show. Uh, he's going to join us in the third hour after we get done with Jack. And uh, we're going to play his new song, and we'll have some fun with the castles tonight also. Oh, good. You know why? Because I was listening to – I got really, really high last, yesterday, right? Uh, no. More high than I normally – because I, I usually smoke a little bit, right? But I got really high, and I had a good old time. And I went and laid in bed, and I started listening to – because I had you know, I kicked off that automatic thing to uh, to rebroadcast right here. And so I just went and laid down, and I was listening to it. Right as Frank got on, I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, the song's good. So I, I, didn't like get it. To, I didn't get to hear the, the new song. Yeah, no, I like the song. Uh, we'll get to that after uh, after we get off this break here, and, or after we get done with Jack, and uh, get ready for some some real, real heavy JFK talk. All right, guys, first 52, first hour, already gone. Goodness gracious. Uh, we'll be coming back here in a couple minutes with Jack Blood, and we'll really get into JFK. We'll talk to you in a few, guys. This is Lexi Raz. You're listening to RazRadioLive.com, where I am the bitch in charge. Listen up. And uh, what's the phone number? The number is 941-421-0401. And what's your Twitter handle? At Lexi Raz. And what's my Twitter R-A-S. handle? R-A-S. Your Twitter is go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. See all this great shit that I'm doing for you and, and trying to help everybody, and, and then you tell me to go fuck myself? You're, you're a cool... That's shifty SBS. Thank you. Listen up. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Let's take them back. Oh, shit. I sampled this way before you heard it on the clear channel station. Come on, come on, come on. The industry is a joke, rap music is a sham R&B bitches lifting up the britches for a gram Hip-hop's not on the radio, understand Hip-hop got murdered by the pop program You've been overstimulated by gimmicks and bitches naked And motherfuckers who mimic some suckers who imitated The legends who innovated, the lessons that demonstrated The devils who instigated, the question is renovated You think you're so spectacular Cause you bit some clowns vernacular you let jewelry be dazzle ya. They sucked your blood like Dracula. 
children play games they shootin' y'all They think these MCs are superstars Controlled by Saturn and Jupiter But that's Baphomet and Lucifer When my mind spray, if you're not an honor roll graduate of John Jay, ever since you let them allocate your time, they got your faggots under hypnosis deeper than Kanye. The blonde way to take control of your mind, way to MK Ultra, your culture divine way. I've been around the bubble from Honolulu to Bombay. Never will I ever throw another pearl of swine's way. Light up your pig pen like Pompeii. I'll make you choke on your microwavable entree. The television is telling them petty crime, hey. I ready aim and give them heavy flames like Dante. This beat is 12 years old, I made it my way. way before you heard of Ashante or Beyonce You don't need nobody to make you look crazy You're certifiable kook by the book, baby Just walk your marrow 
heavy, cops is petty and not me, I'm Nas and Belly, legendary with the melody, lyrical remedy, thought hip-hop was dead, what the fuck is you telling me, you'll be back like a bad rash, a bad stash, like doing the mad dash, from stealing your man's cash, just doing the blast, me and face in a green flash, dropping more lines and everyone's catching a deep pass, a lean mass, I'll be packing the mean stash, chicks be double team and we're making them green fast, I'm mean last. Cause I'll be bad if it's selfish These chicken-headed bitches Wild dated the Dreamcast Chase my get-up Bronx keeps my head up We all gotta eat bullshit Got me fed up You get wet up Set up, it's all business Fuck around and end up like Jimmy Biscuit Hey, this is Jack Blood, your radio gun from DeadlineLive.info and the Jack Blood Show. You're listening to the first 52 with Sean, Raz Radio Live. Stay bold. All right, guys, here we go. Second hour, first 52. I hope you uh, got your break on, did everything you needed to take care of during that break, because the fun is going to start now. Um, we got on hold here with Jack Blood. He'll be coming on with us here momentarily. I do want to remind you, uh, Heist Click will be joining us in the third hour. We'll play his new song. Um, and obviously have some great conversation like we always do with Frank and, and Michelle. Uh, good people, good people. Can't wait. Um, so we got Dave, you got yourself back up there. Honey, you're up there. And let's bring in our, uh, our guest here tonight, Mr. Blood. Jack, how you doing tonight, bud? I'm good, Sean. Happy Saturday night to you and your listeners and all of your staff there. I can see you guys for once on this. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. My wife's hiding in the corner over there and you got me here. We have, uh, my, my co-host. My co-host Forto Jones is over up in Tampa. There, he's on my other Skype here. Go ahead, say hi, Dave. How many? How many times have I asked you to tell him to, when you got guests on? Tell him my real name. I'm not. I hate the fucking shitty radio name. <laughs> it's, his name is Dave Jack. You've been you've been on with him before with us uh, last time, and of course my wife is Lexi. So how you been, Jack? I'm good. Yeah, real good. We just got done yesterday. We had a really good turnout here at the Atlanta Federal Reserve and. I blasted them for about a half an hour, just calling them out right below their window. Nice. Yeah. Hey, guys took the opportunity to uh, practice their Second Amendment right of carrying at the in front of the Federal Reserve where there was police. Police did absolutely. Wait, wait, wait. They were open carrying? Oh, yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. We had some pretty serious uh, open carrying. In fact, guys dressed in fatigues and carrying weapons nice now this was this was in protest uh, or in in respect of jfk is that why you guys decided to do it well it ties in but also november 22nd 1910 is when the jekyll island meeting started where as you know um, jp morgan and sent his guys in there and 
rewrote whatever they their notes were and, and got the deal done. And that, of course, led to the Christmas Eve passing in 1913, 100 years ago this Christmas of the Federal Reserve Act. So 100-year-old and then 50, year, 50 years since the anniversary of JFK. And we think the two do Come certainly side. connect. So Now, isn't the charter up this year for the Federal Reserve? Yeah, that that would be fun to explain, wouldn't it? <laughs> the, the charter is always up. It can be, you know, they can be repealed at any time, so we don't have to wait for a charter. Uh, the charter does uh, come in a cycle, and we are at that end of that cycle. But listen, they are more successful than ever before, and I'm sure they were mocking us. But there was about a hundred of us down there, and. We put it live online so people could watch it, and a lot of great people, including the Minister of Truth, Derek Grayson, spoke, and uh, some people who I think you know really knew what they were talking about. I had a little debate with a guy down there. He was uh, reminding me, a young man, a doctorate in economics, and I just didn't know what I was talking about. You see, when Congress has the right to coin money, it means just the coin, Sean. You know that? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's what they tell me. Oh, jeez, really? Well, it's kind of like, you know, the you can't have guns. Only the militia can have guns, but the militia now is the National Guard, so we don't need guns anymore. You've heard that explanation of the Second Amendment. So yeah. why even have these amendments if we're not going to follow them? Because all laws are selectively enforced. I like to answer my own questions. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, where should we start with JFK? Uh, I've got a bunch of notes. I actually sat down and watched the uh, Oliver Stone movie last weekend. And during the week, I caught the CNN special. I don't know if you saw that at all. Um, it, it wasn't bad. They didn't really bash the conspiracy, and I hate to say that word. I was saying in the first hour, you know, uh, as we know, the, the word conspiracy theorist was born from the JFK assassination. Yeah, George Bush even used it at Gerald Ford's uh, funeral where he was laughing, talking about how Gerald Ford did, was so honorable and working on the Warren Report. They had to literally move a bullet six inches so it would make the magic bullet theory work. And then he had later admitted it, of course. And and there's George Herbert Walker Bush at the funeral, no less, laughing while he's trying to say this. And then, you know, the rest of us conspiracy theorists can basically go to hell. (laughs) Now, since we got Bush already on the table, I had one of my listeners tweet out and ask me to ask you about the connection of Bush Sr., uh, to the conspi- to the assassination of Kennedy. Now we know that there's a photo of him in the area at the time, or or days before, or whatever it was. So, what kind of information can you bring to us about uh, Bush's involvement with the assassination or the conspiracy too? Yeah, I just did a long piece with Russ Baker from WhoWhatWhy.com, and he's part of the series we've been doing over at my site with my podcast for the 50th anniversary of JFK. You know, there isn't any direct evidence. That That's really what it comes down to. He had um, he benefited from it. He was there. I do believe he was there. George Herbert Walker Bush caught lying. You know, why lie? Why cover things up? That was He was acting very suspiciously in Dallas that day. He certainly has those ties to Alan Dulles and Hoover and LBJ and a lot of the guys that were involved and did benefit from the JFK assassination, Skull and Bones, you know, have their fingerprints all over this. And, of course, he also connects to the guys involved in the Bay of Pigs and in the uh, uh, onslaught on Cuba, which a lot of people use to to recruit anti-JFK people. Mm-hmm. And he and his company, uh, Zapata Oil, literally had a boat named the Barbara go in and help that day in the Bay of Pigs. So 
Uh, I mean, that's a little obvious almost. Right. So there's there's a lot of circumstantial evidence. There are whistleblowers that uh, you know have some pretty credible stories. But it isn't something that you can definitively say. And that's the great thing about the JFK assassination. You can't even definitively say Oswald killed JFK. Right. right. So at this point, no one is can be definitively named but a cabal of people who certainly had to work in concert and coordination, compartmentalized or not, to pull this whole thing off because we had a stand down and a cover up. So, I mean, that's just the most obvious thing. You know, I just watched the video. Um, it was out. I think it was on Infowars. It's it's on YouTube. Um, it was the video of the the head CIA guy in the follow vehicle pulling the other CIA agents from the back of the vehicle, and the one on the right, I forget the gentleman's name, uh, kind of looks over and shrugs his shoulders three times at the guy, you know, as he's being pulled off the car, and he's like, you could tell he was going, what, what, why are you doing this? Um, why don't we talk about the stand down? That's, I think that's a very important part to, uh, put this all together. Cause as we all know, um, all conspiracies have three factors. Um, stand down, I, I forget the three of them exactly. I know stand down's one of them. Um, and you talk about this on Dangerous Conversation, I think like two weeks ago. Um, so let's talk about the stand down. What, what, is that the main part of the stand down or is there more to it than just that one point? Oh, yeah. Well, there's a great book out now called Survivor's Guilt, and I interviewed the author, Vince Palomara. Um, that interview is also in our series. This is on Trine Day, who has come up with a whole bunch of good books with new information this year. And really where this all starts is with young Lee Harvey Oswald. So if you want to know where it starts, you have to see this amazing, immaculate set of coincidences that puts him right in the epicenter of where early MK Ultra mind control experiments were going in direct connection with known dosers, uh, people dosing the public and doing experiments in not just once when he's a kid, but later in New Orleans. There's just this, this path. It's a very interesting part of the story, and I think that's where it starts. The three things you look at in a false flag or, in this case, a conspiracy, would be prior knowledge, who knew about it before it was going on, and what shot might they have had to stop this with that prior knowledge. Remember, at 9-11, we had a lot of prior knowledge, so much so they were actually running, well, uh, drills the very day doing the same thing. But nobody could imagine they'd fly planes into a building. Come on, Jack. There are. <laughs> the, the president <laughs> said so. They were wargaming for it even that day. That's, uh, but they had specific warnings and, and, you know, that can be debated as well. So you, you have prior knowledge. Then you have to have a stand down. If this is Archduke Ferdinand that allegedly started World War One, if this is JFK. I mean, Greer, the driver of that car, literally hits the brakes. I want your listeners to use some common sense. You're driving the president. Through the streets of Dallas, you start hearing gunshots. What do you do? You speed up. You hit the brakes. No, you just sit there like a sitting duck. <laughs> Unreal. Yeah, that, that is. And that's uh, you know, with the but new... you know why Greer was driving the car? Uh, the regular driver that would have been driving the motorcade, the president that day, died suddenly two months before under suspicious circumstances where there was no autopsy. And this is the only time that's ever happened, by the way. And they send another guy in who completely does the wrong thing, the opposite thing. In fact, most of the experts I talked to, Sean, believe that Greer had to have been in some way in on the actual assassination itself. Mm -hmm. Well, I know there's some theories out there that he might have even been the trigger puller. 
Yeah, uh, that's, I'm not, you can't prove that and I don't see anything that shows that other than Bill Cooper said it and that, that I respect, but I still have to, you know, I have to have some evidence. For right, that. right. Well, and, and that's part of what we're doing. I, you know, we've been talking all, all night before you came on. We each went over what our theories were of why it happened, you know. My wife uh, read some letters that were written um, and that maybe he was going to be releasing information about aliens, you know, uh, the, the whole Federal Reserve, the pulling troops out of Vietnam. There's so many things involved with this that it's really hard to nail down any one yeah. individual. Well, no, your listeners are probably pretty sick of it by now then. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they oh, are, but that's okay. <laughs> it's just been going on for the whole week. And Hey, don't worry, folks. The 50th anniversary, this is the big cherry on the top. I, I barely even touch it every year, Sean, but the 50th, you got to go for it. Right, so right. you people out there, you won't have to hear much about this for, what, another 25 years, whenever the next commemoration will happen. Maybe someday they'll actually release all the archives. But... Um, so, but again, with the stand down, there's so many things to this. This is really easy to pick apart. In Tampa, before the stop that they were at before, um, or just one of the stops right before the Dallas stop, completely different security. You know, they had anything that was over one floor secured, and every they were watching everything, and and everything was you know right on spot. And now later, some of these. Um, <laughs> Let's face it. Who who are the SS, the Secret Service? They work for the Treasury. Okay, who, I mean, you know, who, who do these guys really work for? The President or the Treasury? Right. Yeah. Uh, they they are now coming out and saying that JFK kind of called his own stand down in Dallas, and that's why it was so radically different than in Tampa. And that is a a myth that has been floated out there, so these guys can cover their asses because minimally they are incompetent as hell. And probably deserve to be court-martialed for sleeping on the job or something. You'd think so. I mean, like I said, when when they pulled those those, you've seen the video I'm talking about, right? The I have. Uh, I think I have it on uh, included in the the show that I do with Vince in our thread, and it's it's pretty telling. You have to see it though. Yeah, you absolutely have to see it. It's really hard to describe it, but you see the guys are just totally. Like, why are we doing, why are you doing this? And I know I've heard, uh, interviews with people talking about the, there were so many open windows and just windows everywhere, um, that it didn't make any sense. Uh, so we got the stand down. Uh, what else important are we missing on the stand down? Like, well, I, well there are, there are a bunch more. <laughs> you, you got cops up there running up to the, where the shooting's happening at the grassy knoll, going to the back of the, the school book depository building and guys are just flashing secret service or even just saying hey i'm in the secret service and the cops are just running along oh, okay right yeah. i mean at least that's their excuse and we think that they you know i i would like to believe that um you know some of the guys that have done that i, I know they address that in uh, oliver stone's movie um we're probably or again i'm just speculating here uh we're probably cia or something along those lines one of them was actually id'd by a witness and this is you know some very specific information but you can find it easily out there in fact james, james tag's new book I, I believe covers this she um she fingered the guy as one of the people involved in the bay of pigs well also uh with the connection to watergate you know these guys the e howard hunt crowd the ted uh shackley crowd the, these are the guys that um some of the same names that always keep popping up, no matter how you're looking at the JFK case or anything going on in that era where you needed some kind of a black bag job being done. These were the guys, Cord Meyer, all the same guys. They used in all the same things. And that's why, you know, who do those guys work for? And we start getting to 
finding out what actually happened. Right. But the stand down has many components into it. Um, yeah, I think, you know, the ones we named are pretty damning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think they pretty much point to something definitely going on that should not have been going on. Massive incompetence at just the right time. And then, um, and then you can look into the prior warnings for prior knowledge. And the cover-up is, I think, one of the most damning things. It's the same thing with 9-11, Sean. The cover-up is what blows their cover. You know, who benefited from it and the cover-up? They've got motive up the you-know-what. They've got opportunity. And now here they are covering it up. Yep. And, and what we know now from what we knew in 1965 or something, I understand. People didn't have access to to what we have now. Now you can see the head is being blown from the opposite side, that there was witnesses being suppressed and in some cases even killed and coerced, and, you know, um, the wrong evidence being brought into the Warren Commission, the very people that were involved in the Warren Commission. Then, of course, the phone call where you can hear LBJ talking to Hoover saying, cover it up, put our guy in charge to keep control of the whole thing. Yeah, it's amazing how they how they do that. And again, like you said, every you can go back on every what we call a false flag or conspiracy over the past 50 years, and there always is some, some form of cover-up, and it's usually led uh, via the media, which I think is... Uh, JFK was really the the starting point of the the media really putting forward the 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 narrative of the government. At least in my personal opinion, with that. Um, now you brought up James Tag, or how do you say his last name? I just say Tag. Yeah. Tag. Okay. Um, I, I heard an interview with him recently. Uh, he was the third person hit by by a bullet fragment, at least. Um, and in in the interview, he talked about they had removed that. Uh, piece of of concrete that had been hit, and it just disappeared. It's gone now. The the the, the main piece of evidence that could have shown a uh, traje- trajectory, um, yeah. uh, where it was coming from, all different kinds of things. That's gone now. It was destroyed. Well, I would cut the whole block off and take it in and analyze it, and you know, try to figure out what happened. They tried to sweep it under the carpet and ignore it. And there are whole theories pointing to Lee Harvey Oswald being the lone nut killer that are based on the fact that that shot didn't happen to Jim Tag there. And there's, you know, police witnesses, witnesses, pictures of it. There were pictures in the newspaper. You know, I mean, it was pretty well known at the time that this had actually happened. But then they don't talk about it anymore. You can barely find anything. I don't even believe he was interviewed by the Warren Commission, but they did not use his testimony, if I'm not mistaken, correct? And anyone that, that could corroborate or even be in line with what he witnessed happening, because it wasn't just the witnessing and getting, you know, slightly scarred by a piece of curb from a bullet or a projectile. I don't know. Maybe there were other projectiles just floating around that day. <laughs> but he also witnessed everything else that was going on. So, you know, there was constant um, bending and shifting and, and rephrasing and putting words in people's mouths and then not even recording what they actually said and then stopping them before they could actually say anything. It's just so obviously a blistering cover-up. Again, you look at the 9-11 Commission, ill-funded, even Keenan Hamilton, who who were the chair people, mm-hmm. the real, the biggest gatekeepers of the commission itself, said that, it was doomed to fail. <laughs> that they thought about even prosecuting or bringing charges or perjury to everyone in the military. That it just blatantly lied to them. See, a lot of people don't know that. And you think, well, you, you believe something crazy happened. You're crazy. No, just look at what those guys themselves say. Right, exactly. I mean, the, the, 
and you're seeing a lot more of that. You're seeing a lot more of uh, of people coming out. Uh, we see the whistleblowers now. Um, I just, what is it going to take to get the 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 people in the world, the, the people in in America, the people in our cities, whatever level it is, what is it going to take to get them to start listening to this more or understanding more that we're not crazy people just spouting out a bunch of BS? I think, believe it or not, maybe even a majority would agree with everything we're saying tonight. Um, you get a lot of people that just don't care. They just know it. They don't care. Oh, of course they, you know. 9-11 happens. They don't even look at the evidence. They go, obviously our government did it. Right. <laughs> they they right. know who they're dealing with, and they're that cynical. The problem are the activists on all the different sides, the Republican activists, the Democrat activists, the Libertarian or whatever, little sect group activists who are usually calling the other group names. And <laughs> So you've got a pretty good chunk of a of people at least you know we're looking at a hundred million people that vote or something in the general election every year at least they say a hundred million people vote so there are at least a hundred million people who are somewhat delusional right there um so you can't you can't you know take them to a hotel room and deprogram them which is probably what they need you can't you're not allowed to do that right so you have to you know you plant seeds you water the seeds and the plants and you try to live and be an example for people i'm seeing a lot of positive signs in in what people are doing with food etc cetera, etc cetera. so things are um you know our hard work is paying off yeah i, I agree with you on that i absolutely believe, i mean i've only been in this you've been in it for a long time i've only been in this for about 5 years now myself and in that 5 years i've noticed uh, a big change in the past 5 years you can really see people uh thinking more but but the the uh the the controllers have ramped up their counter controlling or their countermeasures of you know sports and and music and and all this stuff to try to keep everybody uh back down to where they want them to be but i do see a big increase in it um, i can watch sports and and be entertained and go to rock and roll shows and live my life you know and i heard you guys talking about your kids on the break and i know how it is you know but but i'm not delusional to that respect. Right. Uh, and I'm sure I am at some respect, as we all are, and it's very difficult living in the information chaos stream that we find ourselves in. But, but no, I mean, there's some great things happening. And I know, um, the work that we did in Texas was extremely important and we had a number of milestone victories. Sometimes things d didn't happen. You don't hear about that a lot, do you, Sean? Well, nothing happened. That's right, because we stopped them from doing it. Right. So nothing. But then we're still crazy conspiracy guys saying we stopped it when when maybe we did just by talking about uh, an example. Uh, FEMA Region Three was supposed to have this massive thing. The the nukes went missing a couple months ago. You know, was that an attempt to set off a nuke? And because we all got out there talking about it, did it? Did they not do it because we were out That's there talking? Different. Yeah, that's a different question. I mean, when I'm saying we stopped it, I'm not being presumptuous or bragging. You know, I was directly involved in working with the legislature and the media and, and, you know, activist groups. You know, we, we actually stopped it. Okay. Know? I got you. I follow you now. Sorry. And, and, Cause I want people to understand that they can do that, that you can go out and it doesn't take a lot of people. But, um, certainly look at Syria, huge victory. And that's what you call global consensus. And that's more important than, 
than what happens in a, a jury trial or in a Warren Commission report or whatever. That's the court of public opinion, and it's getting pretty strong right now. Yeah, I really thought we were going to go to Syria. I, I was, I was really, I really believed we were, and I, I, I do believe that the people speaking out and, and social media was blown up with just don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, and uh, we actually made a difference in that. So. Uh, I want to get back on JFK. We kind of start, I starburst a lot, so don't mind me if I do that too much. Um, this, is that what you call it? Yeah, starburst. And you go from one thing to the next thing to the next <laughs> thing. We used to call, I used to be a, a manager in the restaurant business. And, and, uh, when you don't complete a task and you go to something else and go back to the other task, that's what we called starbursting. Um, tale of two Oswald, two Oswalds. Um, have you ever looked into that? Have you, what can you tell me about that? Tale of Two Oswalds. I don't know if that means something specific, so I'm not aware of that. Uh, I've heard some things that there might have been a, um, another uh, another Oswald, somebody else that was actually Oswald, uh, or it wasn't really Oswald, but was oh, okay, posing yeah. as Oswald. Um, yeah, the, the cloning or doubling or uh, Saddam Husseining of Oswald. Right, exactly. <laughs> now, did that go on, do you think, or, or what's your thought on that? I don't think that? they had to. Unless he couldn't believe he had to be two places at once, there really would be no reason to. What was the excuse that you heard? Uh, well, I, again, it's just something that came by past me, and I was like, what tale of two halls was this? Let me ask Jack about that, see if he, he had heard that at all or if there was anything to it. Um, there were more than one of them, in my, in my opinion, and those were all compartmentalized in his brain. I mean, this is a guy definitely, you know, sur- survived some serious abuse. He was in New York juvie. You know, not for the rich kids. And regular juvie. Ward of the state, you know, at a time that was pretty notorious, again, as I mentioned, doing uh, mind control experiments. And and they do that through trauma-based, you know, torture, uh, whatever it is, deprivation of sleep or food or what have you. And so he was a pretty messed up dude, man. I don't think there's any, I mean, you can call him a nut if you want. I don't know. I mean, we, we literally adapt the way we have to adapt when as children we're abused and we have to be a certain way to protect ourselves. And I can't, I can't really say that that's crazy. It's just, um, you know, survival of the fittest, I guess. So, but he really, uh, leading up to the time, when you look at Oswald, I mean, this is a guy that was fighting it. I really think he was fighting it. I'm pretty sure he was a double agent, at least, if not a triple agent, um, because he did spend time in Russia, and there might have been counter-mind control, some have suggested, in in Russia. Uh, but then again, we have the same people working together. So he's, he's a guy, he's got a lot of personalities, and one of those was working with the FBI. Right. And one of those, I believe thought that he was infiltrating a group. And this is exactly how they do it today, Sean. I mean, there's case after case after case of the guy that, I mean, look at Hal Turner, for instance, the radio host. I mean, they put him in prison and hung a big rap on him, and he did work for the FBI or Whitey Bulger. I mean, they work with guys like that. Right. You know, so well, we- I, think he, I think he was, and I think he was trying to uh, believe he was part of a plot to catch all of these guys and then got set up. So that's why he was because I I love the video of him in the in the police station and they go did you shoot the president he goes I don't even know what you're talking about I was just a patsy well if you don't know what he's talking if you don't know what they're talking about why would you call yourself a patsy you can't you can't physically get to where he got that day from where he supposedly shot Kennedy in the amount of time he did with all the witnesses around right and they set him up on that J D Tippett murder shot and I think that's also 
evidence that this is a guy that was going to meet his contact at the movie theater, got run up on or, or didn't, um, because the witnesses all say that the two guys took out J.D. Tippett, you know, and there again is more suppressed testimony from the Warren Commission. Now I have to laugh when I say it, just like Bobby Bush. <laughs> yeah, the, the Warren Commission. You know, one thing I noticed about the Warren Commission is, uh, you know, we're, we're doing an investigation in the assassination of a president, and um, there was a head banker in the commission. Why would you have a banking leader? I think it was a Citibank. I, I don't remember the bank he was with, but one of the one of the guys in the Warren it's Commission. Chase. Yeah, and that's a Rockefeller bank. Yeah, yeah, Chase. That's it. Thank you. And why would you have? Somebody like that in, a, in an investigation to the death of the president. What does he have to do with the investigation? Like what, what, uh, John J. McClure. Well, could, and he also was a uh, either a president or a top uh, level lieutenant at the Council on Foreign Relations at the time. And you know, this goes back into the Allen Dulles and the Dulles brothers crowd, and in the Harrimans and the Bushes. And again, we have the Bushes. So um those are the guys you run with that's what you do right so but they put him on there i think to protect and make sure that if anything got out the guys on wall street weren't going to be touched and because there were you know there were this circumstantial evidence that could even just been brought up just the fact that it was brought up could damage these guys and they're protecting their interests they wanted to make sure they didn't get because uh, <laughs> anything could have happened, man. When you got these these witnesses testifying, I mean, anything could have happened, right? Right. Yeah. And it's it's kind of funny that most of the people in the Warren Commission were all fired by by uh, Kennedy. Also, let's not forget that. You know, uh, uh, what's his fate? Warren himself was fired, wasn't he? All these people that were on the Warren Commission were a bunch of people that were terminated uh, by by Kennedy. I'm not aware if that's complete, but it is definitely the case in, with a number of them. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean all of them, but yeah, there is a group of them that were on there that, that were definitely... Uh, oh, come on, no one liked Kennedy back then, but I don't know, kids or something. like <laughs> And Catholics, kids and Catholics pretty much, and chicks, okay? That's who liked JFK. And even his own Secret Service hated him because they were crew-cut guys, you know, these are straight-laced guys from the 50s still, and that mentality, and... And they didn't like all of his, you know, rock and roll carousing and the things that he would do right in front of them. I mean, they just, they couldn't, they couldn't stand it. And another thing about Greer that's weird, you know, he is not only a Protestant who doesn't like Catholics, even according to his own son. When he got on the record, he said, uh, you know, did he like JFK? He goes, well, let me put it this way. My dad was a Catholic. Not only was the, the driver Greer a Catholic, but he was born in Ireland. And could have had and been in the middle of some serious fighting with the Catholics. So might have had a lifelong grudge. Could have lost a relative. We haven't looked into that yet. So, you know, the more people with more motives or just general distaste or hatred, like most of the country who weren't in that populist I love Kennedy crowd, you know? Yeah. And that could, I mean, that could definitely have a lot to do with it. Uh, this has been something, the, the, the assassination of JFK has been something well before I got to uh, following conspiracies I always believed was um, just not right. It just didn't make any sense. Um, one of the big things that, that, that people talk about a lot of times is the, the, the quick removal of Kennedy's body. Uh, he was just kind of pulled right out of the hospital he was brought to and put on a plane immediately, which is illegal if I'm not mistaken. Um, to to move the body like that until the autopsy's done at the at the point of or the uh, 
the area of death or in the region of death. Is, is yeah. am I correct in saying? So they that? actually changed all the rules after the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> Imagine uh, that. Because they did used to have rules like that. This was a crime, and it was under the jurisdiction of Texas. But this is again what we get with our, you know, federal support of a federal police force or federal intelligence bureaus is real bad for all of us and. We don't get the truth, and they took him out of there. Not only did they take him out of there, they took him out in a rented casket, loaded him up in the plane, and when he got out, he wasn't in the coffin. They had taken him in a body bag and run him over to Bethesda, where they had the guy doing the autopsy who'd never actually done an autopsy before. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody who can keep a secret and who got caught and later had to admit that to, he tore up his original report, wrote a new one, and that one, of course, didn't add up at all. Um, the old where's Kennedy's brain, <laughs> you know. Didn't Bobby steal year. that? Didn't Bobby steal that because he didn't want people to, to find it or something? Wasn't that one of the things they said that Bobby went well, in and had it stolen? I've heard that, but who knows? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's so many strange, cre- like we could go on for days talking about all the, the admorality or ad, admoralities in this thing and, and, uh, just how bad it, it really well, is screwed up. Go, go ahead. What was that? Ad, Admirality. I can't say it. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I tend know, to get tongue tied sometimes and I can't get words out, Jack. Sorry that's about a that. Hard one. I don't <laughs> is, like that one either. It's a rough one to get out. Dave, do you have a question? Abnormality. Abnormality. Thank you. You don't have any questions? All right. Um, well, let's John's move. dyslexic too. That's cool, man. We got to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have a drinking game on the show every time I messed up a word. Uh, um, Everybody listening would have to drink. Uh, we so. had to quit though because everyone was passing out before the show. Was <laughs> <over>. <laughs> Nobody could finish the show. And guys, listen, I I'm a drinking not... game too on my show. So, <laughs> oh, dude, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it, 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 this was the yeah. Every time I said allegedly, sometimes that's why I said it. You know, fifteen <laughs> times drunk. in a paragraph. <laughs> Just to get some guy in Nevada who's up at six in the morning drunk off his ass. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, guys, listen, I'm not taking phone calls right now. If we got time towards the end, I'll take some phone calls, but, uh, hold off on the calls for now because we want to get all this information out that we can. Let's see how long we got Jack before we start getting into phone calls. So sit tight out there, guys. Uh, I got some people trying to call in and I just wanted to put that out to them. Um, what's your opinion on the, the deathbed confession by Hunt? He named some of the guys, but I, it, man, why would he do it? I think maybe that's all he knew, Sean. I just don't know if he knew much more than that. Mm-hmm. It, it's not to say there's one time I believed he was one of the tramps and was involved physically in the shooting of Kennedy. I don't believe that. Um, that's I've debunked that, at least in my own mind. And maybe that's all he knew or maybe that's all he wanted to say. Or maybe if he knew that if he went any higher than than where he went, and naming LBJ is easy. Every, I mean, you know, uh, Bar McClellan did it. The, <laughs> the uh, president's uh, speaker, what is it, press secretary's dad, uh, you know, Bar McClellan, he came out and blamed Everyone blames LBJ. That's easy. Well, he's the one that had the most to gain in the eyes of the public. Uh, yeah, but he was, he was a puppet in all of that, too. I mean, he had to have him for the cover-up for sure, and he was definitely one of the guys that benefited the most, and all of his buddies benefited. I mean, you know, he... I don't know if people know this or not, and maybe you guys already talked about it, but it, when they got back from Dallas, uh, LBJ was going to be under trial for taking agricultural kickbacks as well as other payola all over the place and leaving a trail of dead people. Okay, They had witnesses and guys ready to testify. Not only was he getting dropped from the ticket, 
but it looked like he was going to be disgraced and his career would be over and who knows, maybe even in jail. Okay. And all of a sudden he's the president. He obviously had a lot to gain, but you know, here's a guy who had a lot of hubris and he did also work for Kellogg Brown and Root, which is now Halliburton. That, that buys you a lot of clout. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, it's easy for, for him to name those people. And I, maybe he didn't want to go any higher for fear of risking even his family's health, you know, his After progeny. <laughs> you know, maybe that he would have to take the direct blame, but he didn't confess that he did it, you know, did he? I mean, not that I'm aware of. No, he just, he, he confessed to people being involved in different things like that. Uh, I never really put too much into it when I first heard it, but as things continue on, you always re-question what you've heard in the past and, and where does it fall in line with what your, where your brain is going with things. <clears throat> okay, well maybe, maybe he named what he could name, let's just say that. I'm willing to take on face value that everybody he did name, I think definitely had a part in it, and there were a couple of big ones, you know, so, uh, I'm, I'm happy to use that. I just don't think it goes all the way. And in, even in looking who these guys were and what their titles might have been, I mean, they obviously work for somebody, so that can't solve the mystery even, you know? Right. Um, right, so let's move to the assassination of, uh, Oswald. Um, Jack Ruby, Jack Rubenstein is his real name, but he went by Jack Ruby, um, is able to sneak into the police department there, uh, which is fully loaded with cameras everywhere, and they parade Oswald out in the middle of this, and he runs up and shoots him. Um, apparently kills him. Uh, did he kill him? Uh, that's another question we could always ask ourselves, because, you know, we got, uh, What's his face from the Oklahoma City bombing? We don't really know if he's dead or not because there's, there's been thought that he's still alive and that they just kind of put him under. Um, but ha- you notice they, they loaded all the cameras in there. They made sure they were there. And what's your, where do we go from there? Like, was that in a, like a, a purpose done assassination of Oswald? I think, him? you know, it's kind of common knowledge that he was trying to confess, but he wanted to confess in a way that um, would keep him further safe, and they didn't want to do that. That's not the first time that somebody wanted to confess and nobody wanted to hear it. But you look at Ruby, I, I'm not an expert by by any means, but you look at Ruby and and he's so connected to everybody else, all the other conspirators, that the trail is so easy from drugs to sex to the mob um, and to politics. And there's another stand down, isn't it? Right. I mean, here's an, yet another stand down. This guy gets right in with a gun and just walks up and shoots the the only lone person investigated who was, by the way, uh, Oswald never charged yep. for the murder of JFK. Can't charge somebody who's dead. I mean, you know, we could start going into um you know, a lot of these guys were also under hypnosis is another really weird thing. And also um, undergoing some weird LSD trials and experiments. And and um, Ruby somehow locks into that, you know, relying on analysis from Dr. Jolian West. I mean, that guy, you want to get started on all of that from the Department of Psychiatry at Oklahoma Medical Center. He's also... Uh, gets tied into uh, to the Timothy McVeigh thing, uh, U.S. Army mind control behavior modification programs, and Wes, of course, a designer. He, he's one of the most famous people. He's famous for failing, I think, the most. But this guy always turns up at the trial of a, of a an assassin or a weirdo, and here he is giving analysis to uh, um, Ruby, <laughs> you know, helping him out. Yeah, Ruby is his patient. You know? Right, right. Uh, it's almost like you can't look at any of this without finding Jolian West or one of these guys from Fort Detrick, you know? 
I had his name written down too, Wes, so that's a, I'm glad you touched on that. There, there's so many different, I keep saying that, there's so many different things we can touch on here. Um, when you have the one person that was being investigated for killing the president, why would you, why would you put him in that kind of situation? Wouldn't you want to keep him, uh, secure and safe? I, that, that, you know, I'm just, I'm rhetorically asking that question, obviously, um, because they, I believe they had, they had him killed on purpose. Um, but I want the listeners to think about that. Why would you put that person right out in there? I mean, nowadays, if we've got, you know, we don't have anybody that's killed a president recently, but, uh, you have somebody that's high dollar or high value like that. We've got them in flak jackets. They're not even moved sometimes. They're not actually, and that's a little bit of that is a myth. They're not really as safe as you think. I watched Luke Radowski walk right up to, you know, David Rockefeller and some very important people in the past and, he could have been a knife-wielding maniac, and then they got bodyguards, so I'm sure top-notch. But you're looking at heads of state, and you're talking about heads of state like the Pope and the President. Well, know? no, no, I'm actually talking about the people being investigated. I'm talking about Oswald, like uh, somebody at that level of, of being involved into an investigation, being yeah, investigated. They'll tell specific- you it's the 60s and it's Dallas, which wasn't as big of a city as it is today. You know, there'll always be another in- excuse for incompetence. But when you know who Ruby is, it changes the thing entirely. That just changes the scope because he connects exactly to all the people that are already connected to the cases, such as Momo Giancana, the, the mafia, uh, the FBI, the cops. That's how he got in there. This is a, a this guy's like basically a vice king working for the mafia in Dallas. Everybody knows him. Everybody. Now, is that how the mafia gets tied into this? Because uh, I don't really believe the mafia. I don't personally believe the mafia had no, anything Johnny to do Roselli with Johnny Roselli puts the mob directly in this, if nothing else, and there's a, a, other things. But tell me, why not? I don't know. I just, I don't, I, I mean, I guess maybe the, the CIA was working with the mafia, but I just don't see what the mafia had to gain from eliminating Kennedy, unless I'm missing something. Uh, well, no, they wanted to, but they, I guess the old adage was cut the head off of the the animal and the tail will die, right? Rat, whatever it was. Right. And they really wanted to stop RFK, who as attorney general was completely slaughtering these guys. So they uh, thought maybe they, if they stopped him. Yeah, they were pretty pissed, man, to put it lightly. And, you know, they've killed for less. So they did decide to, um, but I, I don't know that who would know at this point, I would hedge to bet that the, CIA or whatever came to them first. They knew of their dissatisfaction because they're wiretapping them and et cetera. They got informants and, and they went and they actually proposed the deal. I, I would suggest that probably is what happened on that level, but that's just the nuts and bolts of the actual assassination. Okay. Well, that makes sense to me. All right. Um, I wrote down a name and maybe I'm hoping you can bring some light to this name for me. Uh, Mark Lane. Um, I just wrote his name down. He was brought up in the CNN uh, thing, so I just kind of yeah. see what you knew about him and what your thoughts on him were. Well, you don't know him. Um, I mean, I've talked to him, I think, once or twice. He used to go on the late night uh, Art Bell kind of coast-to-coast shows. Isn't it funny how whenever you watch one of these conspiracy shows on the History Channel, even I, who know everybody, you know, who does research, who's of note. I mean, we, I've been doing this so long. I've bumped into them. We've done events together, whatever. I, you know, I've worked with them. Sometimes don't know who any of these people are. Where are they just coming from? Right. So I never found Mark Lane to be, um, a hundred percent credible. Sure. He writes, he's got a 
good rap down and he writes it and he's got credibility on some level, but I think he's a gatekeeper, you know, kind of like a Gerald Posner light. Okay. All right. Uh, that's why I wanted to bring him up because they really touted him on this CNN special. They really talked about him a lot. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So that, that would explain it. And I mean, he had, he was the, the conspiracy theorist that they were referring to uh, a lot of the times. So I, I wanted to find out what your thoughts on him were. Um, as we said earlier, I don't want to talk bad about other researchers, but you know, I tell, I tell the truth when I talk and especially when I'm on your show. So whatever. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Just be careful what else you ask. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you got, you got something there? No, no, I'm actually enjoying listening to, uh, yeah, well, I'm listening. I'm learning. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, all this stuff on the, how the mind control and plus you'll get a good, you know, primer and some great stuff on Russia and being involved somehow in uh, the JFK assassination. You're just looking at all of this. Um, the secret order. Get this book, man. It's really a fun read. There's so much in it. It's subtitled investigating the high strangeness and synchronicity in the JFK assassination by H.P. Abarelli Jr. Hank Abarelli, uh, who I just love, he also wrote uh, the book that cracked the case of Frank Olson. This was a long-standing case from from uh, the 60s, I think 50s. Fort Detrick, Maryland guy throws himself through two closed windows to commit suicide in New York, um, and then of course again surrounded by the usual suspects. And he finally got files and archives and the truth to this. But he is an impeccable researcher. And the MK Ultra stuff isn't absolutely definitive, but it is so obvious that you can only come to that conclusion. Uh, secret order, man. It, uh, it's all, you get a good history about, you know, this kind of bio warfare, germ warfare, all that. Um, you know, in developing these weapons, supposedly to kill Castro. I mean, this starts leading into the cancer research done in New Orleans, which is a really weird little trail you can go on. The mafia also were pretty pissed that they lost Cuba. They lost a lot of money down there, and that money most likely ended in the pockets of, you know, some banker, some dude somewhere. Certainly didn't go to the people of Cuba, and Castro didn't end up with it. So where did it go when they confiscated it? But they put those guys out of business down there, and that was their business. That was their their superstar business down there in Cuba, and they were pissed about that too. It's amazing how these trails just keep going off. I read uh, a long time ago, so I'm a little rough on it, but I read uh, uh, The Secret Team by Fletcher Prouty. Um, and people have theorized that Mr. X from um, Oliver Stone's JFK uh, that meets with um, Garrison in, in Washington, D.C. was actually Prouty. I've heard that. Um, and he was overseas coming back. He was sent off on a strange mission because he normally would have been the one in, uh, in charge of, of the security of that area. And he had got a foreign paper that had already had everything detailed completely as to what happened like the very next day before anything was really out. Um, what's your thoughts on, on what he talks about? Well, Garrison got a lot of it incredibly right. And, I've heard that some of that's based on the work of Jim Mars in his book, uh, Crossfire. But when you start getting into Clay Shaw and the French and a French company called Permindex, um, that's some really interesting stuff. And, and if that's where that was going, then, then I think that's worth investigating more some of that stuff. I mean, it's like looking at the financial from 9-11. You know, there was a great movie out called Who Killed John O'Neill, and it was set in a fictional uh, kind of a way. Um, incredible 
connections, when you start looking where all the money went and, and who got all the money and, and you start seeing again a lot of coincidences with the names and you think, man, and John O'Neill, by the way, was the bin Laden hunter that was fired from the FBI for actually trying to hunt bin Laden. <laughs> oh yeah, that mysterious guy. And his, uh, I think it was a sec, a lot of people say it's his first. I think it was actually a second day of work at the World Trade Center towers. It was 9-11, 2001. And, uh, so they start with that and they start unraveling, you know, all those connections and you get, uh, AIG, okay, the, the big company we just bailed out, multinational insurance and acquisitions company, and a lot of the usual suspects. So that form of research that Garrison was doing is, um, stuff I've always been interested in. You know, how much time can you spend on it when I'm trying to fight things that are really happening right now? Right. You know, I have to figure that out. <laughs> well, and this all, everything we deal with now, I posted on my Facebook on Friday, you know, the, everything started 50 years ago. Uh, obviously it started 100 years ago with the, with the Federal Reserve, uh, coming into fruition. But 50 years ago was really when they completed their coup d'etat and really got the stranglehold on this country and leading up to the world very slowly here. Well, some would say 100 years ago and well, today. Uh, so we're going back to the Federal Reserve, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We didn't have an IRS before then. We didn't have a, a Federal Reserve, a central bank such as this. And then you get to going on down the line through Bretton Woods and what's happened to our economy. It's... um. That's the takeover, and these are the guys that were pissed off. This is where he was rocking the boat. Everyone that tried to take on central banks, and this is the third one in this country, had assassination attempts or were killed and murdered. Um, you put Lincoln in there. And that's not to say that these guys were the ultimate guys that controlled it, uh, the Federal Reserve, but I know you got to get permission from some of these guys before you can pull this off. And somehow the permission filters up to them, and they gave it, and they were all too happy to. Um, so maybe that was the coup, because I think there was a coup attempt on Obama that uh, was um, engaged on by uh, Hillary Clinton, or Hillary Clinton as I call her, <laughs> and that had to do with Benghazi and... And they were trying to steal that election in a way that was almost a coup. And I'm sure there are people talking about it right now. Um, you know, you look at, um, you know, Operation Northwoods and some of the, the harebrained things they could come up with in those days and the military industrial complex, uh, even the warning by President Eisenhower. It's like, man, what a crazy time to be president and then be young and sexy and be president. Right. Well, and, and let's think about Operation Northwood. Uh, it's basically the bl blueprint for 9-11. I mean, it's, it's almost exact to, to what happened in 9-11 to a degree. I mean, not everything. We didn't, you know, have Cubans shooting people in Miami, but the whole theory behind it really is, I, I think what they used as their yeah. blueprint for 9-11. Well, well, look, and people look that up. It was blow up, uh, an American airliner. I mean, literally kill Americans and blame it on Cuba. And it, it you know, that's the gist of it. Bojinka, uh, Operation Bojinka was very similar to that as well. So that could have also been based on earlier, um, uh, diversions or different versions of uh, the Operation Northwoods. But then you look at, you know, you had Bush and this was actually admitted to. You had Bush and, uh, Tony B. Liar on the line talking to each other about potentially sh shooting down a U.N. plane over Iraq and blaming that on Saddam Hussein. So, I mean, these these things happen all the time. I mean, look, again, who, we know that a missile shot down TWA-800. Oh, Complete cover-up. Who did it? 
Well, people are trying to blame Iran for that. No way. They no. shot multiple missiles and hit that plane. Have you seen the new movie, the the TW flight TWA uh, yeah. 800? I it's, thought that was well put together. Um, a lot of people have a problem with it. I know Dave was one of them because they they do prove that there was missiles fired, but they don't really get into any kind of speculation as to who. Uh, well, all of that stuff, catching the FBI red-handed in there with hammers trying to manipulate the plane parts. <laughs> Back in the place, yep. Come on, man. Right, Ch- it, change, it, changing labels and shit. They, they did, I, yeah. again, it's another cover-up. I can't believe, because I was living in Long Island when that happened. And yeah, I can't believe there's yet another that's thing. confidence. That, they yeah. caught those guys in there at night doing that. Yeah. Hey, man, yeah. but, but, so, you know, who did that? Somebody, you know, <laughs> And thanks again, Will. More great investigations by the guys with all the money and all the connections. Our mainstream media, you know, never gets to the bottom of that. I interviewed Christina, Christina Borgeson right when Into the Buzzsaw came out, and she first told that story about how she got fired from 60 Minutes for trying to report exactly what's in that movie or, you know, what she knew up until that point. Right. And she got fired for that. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's Six Minutes didn't want that. That they don't tell that kind of truth. Well, of course they don't. They don't. They they are telling the truth that the government wants them to tell. I mean, as you were saying about uh, each thing going on, and and there's always a, a something there. You got Gulf of Tonkin. I mean, how many things can we go over over the past, let's just say, fifty years that are completely orchestrated and, and are completely covered up and lied about? Uh, there's just so much of it. You know, Jack, we're getting to the top of the hour. I'd like to have you. Uh, in a nutshell, just real quick wrap up for me of JFK and where your thought of what happened was and why. I know we've just talked about it all, but just a real quick, uh, wrap up of your complete thought on it and one, one round thing there. <laughs> well, listen, uh, mafia, oil, Wall Street, and the military industrial complex and even Israel all joined in and were all too happy to help. Makes a lot of sense. uh, And and take down Kennedy. One of those guys are gone. That's the mafia. There really is no mafia now, unless you want to start looking at uh, the Mexican mafia or (laughs) or uh, Hell's Angels. I don't know, man. I don't want to get any of those guys in trouble (laughs) because I know who they're working for. We've done a a mass amount of work on the the uh, Fast and Furious and border uh, collusion there with smuggling drugs. So, but one of those guys are gone. So mafia is gone. Oil is still here, you know, effing everything up. Wall Street's getting worse. The Federal Reserve is getting worse. And then we've got the secret society speech of Kennedy. So those guys that own that in those secret societies, uh, and they're still around to some extent, though maybe not quite as powerful as they once were. So at least we got the mafia crossed off. Now which one? <laughs> I say we go after the Fed and make them accountable for the assassination of Kennedy, and we learn from our mistakes. Uh, and you know what? That's probably the best thing to go after because that would help us out as a, as a nation and, and actually directly help the people of this nation if we get the Fed under control or gone completely. It will help turn the spigot off of uh, the the money that flows to the corrupt politicians and their campaigns, and will have a trickle down effect. Other than that, you know, folks, um, this is all fun to talk about, and it's great to know about and have an intelligent conversation. So I appreciate it. But you know, stick to your neighborhoods, make your neighborhoods cool. Uh, talk to your neighbors, get things done over there, grow some food, and and be real, and all the rest of it, and stay bold, Sean. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Yeah, pl- uh, plug your your where everybody can find you real fast, and uh, then we'll cut you free. 
You can just put me in the Google machine, Jack Blood. I come up first. <laughs> Excellent, man. I really appreciate you taking the time on a Saturday night to come on with us. I, I know you said you don't like to do a lot of Saturdays, but I, I'd love to have you on whenever you get a bug up your ass and you want to do it, bro. It's been a pleasure. All you guys have a great night. You too, man. Thank you again. Later. Later. All right, what we're going to do here, guys, we're going to go out on break with uh, the the actual Secret Society speech. Um, I want to thank Jack Blood, you guys, Dead line uh deadlinelive.com I, i'm pretty sure i think I'm, it's that info isn't it that is info? It that, look, look it up for me real fast we'll give you all that when we get back so i want to make sure like he said just google jack blood and it'll come right up for you um but we're going to play the uh, secret society speech for you going out in a break and uh, we'll be back with you guys in a couple minutes oh we were gonna there you go ladies and gentlemen the very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. Even today, there is little value in opposing the threat of a closed society by imitating its arbitrary restrictions. Even today, there is little value in ensuring the survival of our nation if our traditions do not survive with it. And there is very grave danger that an announced need for increased security will be seized upon by those anxious to expand its meaning to the very limits of official censorship and concealment. That I do not intend to permit to the extent that it's in my control. And no official of my administration, whether his rank is high or low, civilian or military, should interpret my words here tonight as an excuse to censor the news, to stifle dissent, to cover up our mistakes, or to withhold from the press and the public the facts they deserve to know. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence, on infiltration instead of invasion, on subversion instead of elections, on intimidation instead of free choice, on guerrillas by night instead of armies by day. It is a system which has conscripted vast human and material resources into the building of a tightly knit, highly efficient machine that combines military, diplomatic, intelligence, economic, scientific, and political operations. Its preparations are concealed, not published. Its mistakes are buried, not headlined. Its dissenters are silenced, not praised. No expenditure is questioned, no rumor is printed, no secret is revealed. No president should fear public scrutiny of his program, for from that scrutiny comes understanding, and from that understanding comes support or opposition, and both are necessary. I am not asking your newspapers to support an administration, but I am asking your help in the tremendous task of informing and alerting the American people, for I have complete confidence
and the response and dedication of our citizens whenever they are fully informed. I not only could not stifle controversy among your readers, I welcome it. This administration intends to be candid about its errors, for as a wise man once said, an error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We intend to accept full responsibility for our errors, and we expect you to point them out when we miss them. Without debate, without criticism, no administration and no country can succeed, and no republic can survive. That is why the Athenian lawmaker Sola decreed it a crime for any citizen to shrink from controversy. And that is why our press was protected by the First Amendment, the only business in America specifically protected by the Constitution, not primarily to amuse and entertain, not to emphasize the trivial and the sentimental, not to simply give the public what it wants, but to inform, to arouse, to reflect, to state our dangers and our opportunities, to indicate our crises and our choices, to lead, mold, educate, and sometimes even anger public opinion. This means greater coverage and analysis of international news, for it is no longer far away and foreign, but close at hand and local. It means greater attention to improved understanding of the news, as well as improved transmission. And it means, finally, that government at all levels must meet its obligation to provide you with the fullest possible information outside the narrowest limits of national security. And so it is to the printing press, to the recorder of man's deeds, the keeper of his conscience, the courier of his news, that we look for strength and assistance, confident that with your help, man will be what he was born to be, free and independent. Hi, this is Jeannie, and I'm Joe from Maine's Mom. I am not wearing pink stockings. I am wearing camo stockings with red toenail polish. Jeannie, you just said camo toe. And you are listening to RazRadioLive.com. Jeannie, what do you think of uh, your son's wife's big boobies? I am not going to say anything about that. Just getting reports of a shooting incident at the Chicago Sheraton, where President Bush has been speaking. It's not clear if the president himself has been hit, but apparently there are casualties. I have a short statement. The president suffered two bullet wounds. The first entered just under the right armpit. It traversed about three inches of the chest wall, then ricocheted off the fifth rib and exited. The battle is full and propaganda got the people fooled. We seek knowledge, they don't teach in high school. Republicans have the elephant, Democrats have the mule. Two heads in the same dragon, tell me what you gonna do. The elections are rigged and people play for what the government did. Open eyes, lost lies of a racking kid. We won't stop cities that was finally doing a bit. Popping low, they got the aim, cause I'm locked in the grid. Food is unfit to breathe. Our food is unfit to eat. 
sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to I'm be. Enough, it Made it strong for the powerless for the twisted intervention Not to mention I'm now in this political mess Throwing it's all over my chest, I'm blinded Crying out to God, man, I'll never forget for looking me now I'm not the I used to be, I deserve it I'm nervous, sweating bullets and talking from secret service The truth is, I hardly ever hold in myself I'll blow it off, I don't know anything we know things are bad, worse than bad. They're crazy. It's like everything everywhere is going crazy, so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller. Don't get me wrong. Back to the figures. It makes me grin when they tell us that if we slide, they gon' make us go inside. Go inside is a room until the chambers are dark by the night. But who knew that they were taking the wrong way? We all sit. We all fly. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. My life has value. I want you to get mad. There's a red rum when the preacher is done, see the end will soon come Here's a sign of a gun for the battle is yet won You don't know me, son, and you really don't want none It's murder, murder in the killing field Doubt that the cops appeal Time for a court appeal, opening up the seven seals Super catch a friend, they lift the FBI, the notions Need the one to see the peace, the rising about the ocean And all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios And I won't say anything, just leave us alone Well, I love you one intention to initiate a bold imprecision For you seekers to appreciate the pushing on Never caring what this pain will recreate So in the end, the people pay for what the country demonstrates I'm crying out, only needs a second just to reinstate Self-esteem, be just like me breathing If you suffocate, I'll make a scene Whenever I'm bleeding, it will celebrate Turn away all the pain I'm sick and tired of all the talking I'm sick and tired of all the talking Have you ever called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this? That never happens when you dial 941-421-0401. At RazRadioLive.com, we answer right away. And pow, you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts. No screeners, no delays. Try it now. 941-421-0401 and avoid 941-421-0401 If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. 941-421-0401 We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com Just check all your papers, a routine terror sweep here. I'm Officer Jack Boot.
I please worship the government better? That's a vote of non-confidence, you civilian trash. Talking bad about the government, that's our kind of talk. Civilian scum? You better pray to me and you better lick my boots. I'm an officer and you're a lonely civilian. You want that smile on your face right now? I'll tase you and I'll set you up and I'll send you to prison. You pieces of trash, you do what I Maybe I'll put duct tape on your mouth, your eyes, arms, and legs, and throw you in the river. Talk about how you committed suicide. That noise means <laughs> it's the third hour on this bug. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the interview with uh, Jack Blood, man. That was uh, a whole lot of information, digged out really fast. Um, Dave, did you get that address for me? Yeah, it is deadlineinfo. Uh, dead... <laughs> it's the third hour. Yeah, I know. It's uh, deadlinelive.info. 
DeadlineLive.info. Okay, so make sure you guys check him out. Uh, that'll lead you to his podcast. Throw him some money if you can. Uh, he's working on some big stuff that he's trying to put together. If you listen to DC, you've heard him talk about it for months now. Um, so let's just get the guy as much support as we can because obviously he's very well educated in what he's talking about. So I look forward to having him on again in the future one day. And, uh, you know, the third hour, we like to have fun. We like to have some different people on. Somebody we haven't talked to on this show in a while. Two people we haven't talked to on this show in a while. Um, we got Frank Castle and Mr. Burns on the line with us here tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. What's up, what's up? What's going on? It's good to be back, especially in the third hour. The third hour is always the best hour. I'm, I'm allegedly fucked up, so. <laughs> allegedly. Let's keep going. The fun has already begun for the castles. Oh yeah. So, uh. Super excited to be back, guys. Super excited. So Brent, how you been, man? I haven't talked to you forever. I'm good, man. Yeah? Just, just, just working on a lot of stuff right now. That's it. You know, just trying to keep busy. But, but, uh, definitely good. Happy to, happy to be back on the show. That's for sure. Oh, it's nice to have you back in. You know, we've, we've been being, you guys have been so busy putting music together. You just released, uh, In the Shadows, right? Yeah. Yeah, you just released In the Shadows. Matter of fact, I have it on, um, I have Amazon on my website, razradiolive.com. And you, Frank, and I don't know if you guys have ever listened to Sony Bama or not. Um, yeah. You, you three are in my revolver there for Amazon for music. So, um, you know, I'm trying That's to push awesome. your stuff out, guys, as much as I can. Awesome. Yeah, so, uh, we got a new one for you. I don't want to do it yet. We're going to talk for a little bit, but we do have the new one that premiered on Rob Revere's show last night, which is getting dropped December 2nd? 3rd. 3rd. I was close. I was close. I knew it was right around there somewhere. Honey, you going to say hi? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. She's hiding in the corner tonight. Oh, there she is. I see her now. <laughs> yeah, she's over there, over there somewhere behind the <laughs> sign. <laughs> Duh. I got to get a new camera for up here so this computer can see as well as the other one can. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> did, did, what did you guys do for, what did you guys do for the anniversary of the assassination of JFK? Anything? I, uh, I, I just learned a little bit more because each anniversary it's just coming out more and more and more. Yeah, that's so true, isn't it? I, I was entertained by the documentaries on the History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love that. And you know, it was funny. I was sitting at lunch, um, on Friday and I go every Friday, I go to the same pizza shop. I'm friends with the owners. I sit, I have my two slices of pizza. I might, you know, maybe consume something else, but you know, I, and, and I'm watching the news up in the camp, up in the, up in the top of the TV, the TV's right above you. So I'm watching the news and they're going over all this stuff and they're talking about JFK and how Oswald killed him and blah, blah, blah. And how he had the highest approval rating. And then they bring up the, the, the numbers of how many people believe the governmental story of 9-11, of, of, uh, JFK. And it's so funny, cause I've seen polls as high as 80% don't believe the story the government tells us. And they show one it was like 64%, which still is a majority that don't believe the truth, or don't believe the lie, or don't believe what the hell the government's telling us. So, it's nice to see that number there, but then they just continue to go on with the bullshit char- charade of, of the, the ceremony and, and you see all these History Channel stupid ads. Like I kept referring back to the CNN one because I watched that. Um, Did you see Obama? Um, he like he was standing there like saying his little piece, and then he kind of bounced off. I was like, this is the most insincere shit I've ever seen. Oh yeah, he, he's such a piece of 
Yeah. Well, all of them. It's it, it's a slap in the face. It's a um, it's a play that they put on. You know, like a mat. That's them wearing the mask right there. It's like that. We care so much. That's why they're they're now being seen for what they are. That's why when you just look right away and you listen to these guys, you can just pick out the bullshit now. That's right. Okay. I want to play devil's advocate advocate for a second on that one. All right. Because it was a magic bullet. No, 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 no. Not about the magic bullet because we all know that's bullshit. We all know that the six story, uh, six story shooter is bullshit. We all understand that. But, but you say he's insincere when he talks about it. But could, could it not be a generational thing? I mean, you have to understand I'm removed from the situation. I'm in a different country. Right? But no, but listen. Right? It's 50 years since that time happened. You he's know, part of the he's part of the crew that killed him. He works but, for the same guys. No, it's uh, it's that's the crew. So it's a bullshit kind of thing is what I'm trying to get at. They're, but I get they're what, acting. But, but, I, but, I get what Burns is saying. But, but could it be generational? Yeah, I, you know, I know, just by being there. But, but what Burns is saying, well, well, Frank, what Burns is trying to say is is that it just doesn't matter to to the, this generation that that's in control oh, yeah. right now. I think is what he's trying to get at. They just yeah. don't, even even the people that aren't involved with it, just well, do the generation. Why, do you think that's why the truth is coming out more and more, and they're calling uh, bullshit because no, the way but, but, but the people he, still don't matter. It still doesn't matter. No, but he, like where where I am, people don't understand it. They don't. Well, that's because you're people in Canada. But no, but they they get the storyline right. But they're so far removed on the generational side that it's just kind of like whatever. Right. Why do I care? What's it matter to me? Yeah. Well, they had JFK. We have nine eleven. Yeah, but a lot of our generation doesn't like doesn't really give a shit about Pearl Harbor. So I think you're right. I think you know as time goes on, the next well, generation just doesn't give a shit. And mm-hmm. that's why the more more truth comes out later on, and then dudes in our age bracket are understanding it. We're like, oh, they're finally fucking saying it, but now it's not going to matter because the people under us don't give a shit. Well, and the problem with that <laughs> also, the, the other problem with that is, um, as people are dying off that can't get in trouble, of course we're going to get more and more information. I just realized what the hell you had on, Frank. I couldn't figure it out before, but now I see what it is: an Iron Man shirt. <laughs> I was like, I'm under looking- armor. <laughs> oh, it's under armor. I was like, what the hell is on his chest? And you sat back, and now I know what it is. Oh, yeah. goodness. I um actually have, what I was talking about earlier, one of the uncovered memos pulled up, which was a letter that uh, JFK wrote to um, the director of the CIA, which that part is... The, par- the director's name is blacked out, but at the time it was John McComb. And I want to read it because I think Frank would really kind of be interested in this. Um, and this is how the letter goes. Um, as I discussed with you previously, I've initiated, and this was blacked out, classified, and have instructed James Webb to develop a program with the Soviet Union in joint space and lunar expo- exploration. It would be very helpful if you would have the high threat cases reviewed with the purpose of identification of bona fide or opposed classified CIA and USAF sources. It is important that we make a clear distinction. Um, and then there was like a word that you couldn't really make out. Um, the knowns and unknowns and the event the, the Soviets try to mistake our intended cooperation as a cover for intelligence gathering of their defense and space programs. When this data has been sorted out, I would like you to arrange a program of data sharing with NASA 
where un- unknowns are a factor. This will help NASA's mission directors and their defensive responsibilities. I would like an intern report on data review no later than February 1st, 1964, signed John F. Kennedy. And this was written November 12th, 1963. Listen, 10 days before his death. Yeah, he was... Well, she didn't read the the subject line of this, though. Uh, The subject line is... Hold on. The subject line is classification or... Clarification review Classification of, review of all UFO intelligence files. I knew. That's what I was going to say. He was, listen, he was in the military, the military industrial complex on the front side is just like the war machine that people see. And they're like, yeah, it sucks, whatever, whatever. He was about to rat that on the deeper level on the inside. He knew there was like some satanic weirdo shit going on. Right. And then on the flip side, there was the whole UFO cover up. And he was gonna. It's all all those are connected to the same people that are that are fucking things up. So he was gonna, you know, pick and go for it. You know, maybe he had a, a an interest in this, and the UFO thing was big. Man, they have guys from Russia talking about this. Like, uh, uh, I forgot the guy's fucking name now. And where they're just like, look, this is what goes on. We can't say anything more because we can't get the public to get upset because they're a little more. Uh, open about their policies on it. This guy op- was about to open the book on them. He would have opened the, he would have whipped it open and it would have exposed the UFOs. It would have exposed the military industrial complex craziness. And internally, when they get looked at, it's going to be like some satanic pedophile shit. So it's all connected. So there you go. Yeah. And you know, I- we don't talk about UFOs on this show very often. Um, just because. It's another one of those things that are looked at very dramatically as just craziness. But just to clarify, I believe that there's something else out there. I think uh, I read a report recently that uh, <clears throat> NASA or somebody come out and said there's like 9 billion planets that could possibly ha- uh, uh, have life that could support our life on it. Um, and we can't factor out the fact that we may not, you know, this atmosphere, this way of living might not be the only way there could be a planet that that some kind of entity lives on that breathes carbon you know so we don't know what's out there we have absolutely no clue what is going on out in the space you know and it's it's been said that this again is just a crazy theory to us but it's been said that you know we found uh microorganisms we found water we found all different things on mars and there's there's people that say that we as humans used to live on Mars and destroyed it and we came here and moved here and that we're on the process of destroying this one. Now again, just things that we, you know, we talk this is the third hour, we talk about different things. Don't take this as taking my credibility away. I'm just sharing things I hear. <laughs> is, no, isn't it is the Scientology's? Isn't that Scientology's thing? I don't know, is it? That, no, they they, they, they have some guy named Zenu. <laughs> they're just crazy. I mean, yeah, but they came from another planet, and now they live in your town. <laughs> they 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 were founded in your no. town. Oh my God! Do you see the the story about the uh, the big building? It took them twelve years to build. I've seen it. I, I've ridden right past them many many times. The Scientology building. Yeah, they they think that L.A. is the mecca. No, no, no. Clearwater, Florida yep. is the mecca. That's where it started. We pa- We did pass one on the way to the zoo. Oh, did we? I didn't notice it. But I pointed out. Oh, is that what that was? The Scientology building? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I was driving and I was like trying to 
wake up still. There was also a German-American club, which I thought was... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't see that around here. So how'd you guys, interesting. <laughs> how'd you guys enjoy your interview last night with uh, um, Rob? It was really good, man. Yeah, he's a good guy. I really. You guys went a little long because our stream cut off like right before you guys were done because we have an auto thing that had to cut off at 10 o'clock because we had the next show coming on. So I, did, I missed whatever happened after 10 because you guys were still going when it cut off. Yeah, it wasn't long after. It was just like six minutes, maybe. We oh, okay. just like doing shout outs and stuff. But, um, he's, uh, he's a really good host and, uh, I was glad that I was able to get, a, uh, the release on there and he, he controlled the show nicely. Yeah, he's and funny. Burns and I. Yeah, he's a real funny guy too, though. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he slipped in some funny, funny things last night and I was specifically at Burns and I was just laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like inside stuff that you picked up on? Well, no, he would just be saying something, and then he just slipped something in there, like extra. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, Mr. Burns is the perfect name for you because you sound old. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was calling you Mr. Burns from uh, Simpsons. I, I did hear that one. Oh, it was mad funny. But it's really good to uh, to spread the love, man, and, and to meet like-minded people who are who have a pro attitude towards it, you know, but are really, um, they're real people. It's, that's what it is. You know, you, it's not bullshit anymore. It's not like, hey, look who we got on here. It's the Heist Click. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, right. With the fake voice and everything. Nah, they're real people. And um, We're just doing that, our thing, man. You know, he's been doing that for 10 years. 10 yeah, years well, he's been doing tell. internet radio. So he was one of the originators, you know, right with Alex Jones and all. I mean, he's that's how long he's been in it. He actually used to work with Alex Jones every once in a while. Uh, he sent me pictures. He got uh, pictures of one of the effigies from... Uh, Bohemian Grove and you sent that to Alex Jones before, you know, so it's, it's, he's a good guy. I like working with him. I like what he does. And, uh, you know, I wish him the best with the, I don't know if you heard the beginning of his show, but his father passed away. A yeah, very yeah, young guy. So, um, hopefully, uh, you know, he's getting through that okay. Cause I, you know, we love you, Rob. So just keep your head strong. Yeah, man. So, uh, what, but, uh, you know, you brought, you brought up the Bohemian Grove. I just want to say something. My cousin Dan's been waking up. Like, I, out of nowhere, this kid's like just waking up and he, he hits me up the other day and he says, so, um, I, there's this giant owl named Moloch and these guys are actually in robes praying to them. He goes, are you fucking serious? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. He goes, do you know, did you hear about Bilderbergs and Bohemian Groves or some shit? And I'm like, oh, you're, you're right there, huh? He goes, man, I don't know if I should go this deep, but I, I'm obsessed at this point. I'm going in. And he's just like constantly like, you know, sharing information with me that we, we already, you know, when you see somebody waking up, they're full of like, oh my God, oh my God, is this real? Oh my God. And you just try to guide them a little bit. I don't try to tell people what's up because they don't listen anyway, you know, so you just try to guide them down that path. And it's just really fucking cool, man. And yes, it is the giant owl <laughs> and they do fucking pray to it. It's scary, dude. If you know, I mean, I've, I've seen the, I know a lot of people think it's fake or that it's made up or whatever, but I've seen the the video of Alex Jones in Bohemian Grove. All right, I want to I want to I want to help with sixty six really quick. Um, we were talking about uh, the the bloodline of the Bushes, right? And and Prince Charles also. There, he's not British. He's uh, uh, Transylvanian, from what I believe. And his One bloodline second. goes back to Vlad the Impaler, who is Dracula. Um. You know, they made Dracula supernatural, kind of, but Vlad the Impaler is who's the character is based on. And, um, 
I heard that Bush was had the bloodline that was related to. Does anybody have any information on that? Because I was trying to explain to 66 that none of these people, it's like all about the bloodline. It's not about shape-shifting lizards. That's like the unknown shit. What it is is if there were shape-shifting lizards or whatever, these cats believe they're like the bloodline of the direct. I see Burns um, giggling over there. The number <laughs> one people. No, I'm serious. And they were they had people connecting all these people together and that they all come from the same bloodline and it was Transylvanian. Yeah, there, there was a uh, there's a gr- little girl that does that, and I can't find um, a lot yeah, but to there back was stuff that up for that. She's been on the news and everything too, but uh... yeah, yeah I'm pretty, doesn't mean listen, it's true. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean it's true. But you know how they made when you looked at the chart, you seen that like the who's cousins with who. Like right, I know right. you guys seen like Brad Pitt was on there, Angelina Jolie. It's like all the people involved in the major activities were somehow connected, were like cousins or married in or something. And when you look at it, it's sick to see. But then is that real? Everybody seemed to agree when I first saw that. And now they're like the bloodline I heard with Prince Charles is real. Right? Like that that's what you know, he's more of just a figurehead than bounces off and does his little fucking weirdo thing in the in the woods. <laughs> right. See, I'm, I'm, see the but that's the whole to thing with the royal family. The whole royal family's figurehead. They don't really have any power. Well, they're rich people. No, I don't know if I agree with that because didn't, didn't, I'm glad uh, he told you guys this. I've did, been yelling about this. Didn't the Queen of England, uh, stop the Parliament of Canada at one point in time a few years ago from working or something? I remember there was a whole story about they put a nope. stoppage. No? Nope. Alright, well, you but live there. You, you know better than I would. Have you ever heard of the grooming of the stool? Oh, here we go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, if you were that rich, you'd have someone wipe your ass, too. I might. <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> I might, too, honestly. I'd, in, I'd invite my friends to come over and shit in my anyway, toilet. So, <laughs> go ahead. So, no, I was just saying, so you, you're saying that the bloodline of Prince Charles is from Transylvania. Yes, and it's not yeah, actually. And, you, and we all understand where Transylvania is, right? No. Yes, I no, no, I do understand. Yeah, there's, there's, there's it's, it's, a vampire it's, it's, thing. No, 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 no. It's part of Romania. It's a, it's a section in Romania. They just claim to be one thing, but they're really their background is not. It's like Jew haters that become that that are actually Jews, right? That you think are German or something, right? Well, if you trace them far enough back, you're a Jew. So what are you arguing with people for? You know, shit like that. I'm just throwing it out there once again. Speculation, but very interesting stuff, by the way. I, I just I find that bloodline a little strange. Where there's but other, that, I believe that's where the the um, that shape shifting shit comes from, or the like the the fallen angels and all the you mixed all that. It's I think there was a bloodline that they felt was royalty of some sort. And to keep it alive, they kept it in the family, kind of, and that that's why it's. Um, yeah, uh, it's a blue blood thing. They, yeah, you know, but, that's why cousins but, but, are getting married and whatnot. Exactly, but what that causes a hundred years later or more is the 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 kids start getting crazier and crazier. Like you're they not in crazy. your right mind, right? <laughs> well, then that is a big thing with it, and that that's part of the problem with what we see. Um, is they're cold like lizards. Well, yeah, yeah, like she said, blue bloods. Well, that's that's you know that's when you get in the you get in this lizard people talk. Um, no, the lizard. Listen, you don't. Have to, the lizard no, people is like, to take you off your game. Right, right. I'm following it's the, you. It's, it's a it's, bloodline. It's more of a. It's a. It's it's almost like a comparison or or uh, just trying exactly. to give somebody a 
an idea of, of the thought pattern of these people. It, it falls from the snake, which is uh, Lucifer, which is where they they think their fucking direct bloodline comes from and shit. That's really what it is. I mean, you don't have to believe it. You believe you, Jesus was, you know. So there's people that just believe this instead of that. Right. Exactly. All right. Let's you know? uh, let's get to your song because it's already. I can't believe it's already eleven thirty-five. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, it's going fast, dude. I mean, what the fuck. Um, <laughs> so you you guys haven't heard the song yet. I've heard it. Lexi heard it, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't really get to pay attention to it. So I I I, I want to pay attention to it. I I know the the uh, the rip- smack you in the face. You should smack in the face for not paying attention. <laughs> you should hear. Right there. Uh, the riff in it, though, I loved. I know Rob loved it, too. He was, like, sitting there talking about it constantly. Rob was singing it. Yeah. So um, do you want to play it first or you want to talk about it first? Uh, let's play it. All right. Let me bring it up here. That would be this This is here. a political statement uh, off the new album, Heist Click, The Conspiracy, coming out very soon. And this release will be December 3rd. That is correct. All digital retailers. Music before money records. All digital. Uh, Are you going to be putting it out on CD also? Yeah, eventually once the the album's done. We just start with the digital. All right, let's get a let's get a listen here. How the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep Do socialistic views You political fools They're gonna rob your shoes Let's make freedom hot Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds On these liberty tracks So don't hold me back Cause that's how I roll When I return to heist The mass system of control Cause they poison your health To make you accept the lies So I point it out Before the masses die Why?
by the makers, say goodbye to the law, believe the money takers, brought into the dream of some real life takers, but this is the voice of some real earth shakers, it's the backlash, back fast, just about the riot, as long as I believe, I know that I can fight it, take back what's all, no need for us to buy it, read the blueprints, now we gotta redesign it, it's the voice of these tyrants, saying that it's treason, I'm in the free speech, give me another reason, I need something to believe in, cause they took it all away, dumb down the masses, we believe what they say, my man, understand, it's all part of the plan, these corporations rule them with the village of the dam, send out the word to each and every land, that I occupy the world with the mic in my hand. Hooligans and whores. I love that that uh, um, shit. What's that called? The hook. That, I love that hook on there. Well, that was, that's the sample that that that, that guy. What's singing. that from? And I actually just looked it up, and uh, it's from Reefer Madness. Yeah. Ah, very nice. I actually Everything own that. Everything is relevant, and that's a political statement, right? Yes, Excellent. and it will be released. Um, Worldwide digital distribution probably end more on uh, December third. So please, if you uh, if you like the music, when we be getting, I mean, everyone's been really in, like saying they love the song. So just show your support, uh, support the the bands that you love, the independent artist, because um, we're the we're the ones that are good. You guys are the independent artists. Uh, it's funny watching you guys as it's. Uh as it's going on, you know what I mean? It's, uh, I'm watching you too as the song's going. You're both like really just, you're doing your lines, you're all getting into it, you know? It's like really cool watching that. You know, when, yeah, man. When you're this tight with people that do such good work, it's nice. Hey, man, we were just pretending we were on stage right there. <laughs> it looked like it really did. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the next Rass Fest right there. Boom. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, one of the fucking things jealous. that people... You had a, your own personal concert there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just, Dance verse, um... baby. <laughs> We're, we're really animated, uh, guys, and I think it adds to the whole awesomeness of, of everything. You know, we all feed off each other anyway, so it just makes it fucking. Did, really did you ever good. tell Burns about me breaking up your rap that night at Razfest? Oh, listen, this <laughs> motherfucking fudger. Yo, let me tell you what he did to me. He Allegedly. Fucking, no, no, he did this shit. I, I saw it. All right. It's hard to, to get me to, to not, like, if I'm rapping about something and I'm live and, and shit, you get away with it a lot, right? I, you won't break my concentration. I'll just keep going while it's going on and I'll be like, holy shit. Sean jumped out right next to me and started dancing and he was getting into it. And then he just, it, it was like building up and building up and building up. And then he went into this full fucking super twerk. 
<laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was watching him and I was really into it. I was having a great time. And then that just was, I was like, well, okay, too much. <laughs> Yo, man, his inner Miley Cyrus took over. That's all it was. <laughs> right. I thought, I thought he was manifesting someone. It was like 12 o'clock. No, it was like 1130, I think, on Saturday night, like the second night dance. of Raz Fest. We had already been through about 15 cases of beer in two oh, days. God. That's <laughs> why I don't, I, I don't hold it against you. I thought it was great. I'm like, look, man, let the twerk out. That was because that was the last piece I was doing anyway, and I, I we were having so much fun there. Yeah. I mean, I was. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I had too fun. much fun. That's what I'm saying. Way so I'll let fun. you know. Way too much fun. Yeah, Burns, you'll have to come down for the next one, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, well, well, he's coming. Well, I, I'll be uh, I'll be down in the states uh, earlier on in the year anyway. Oh, cool. I'm doing I'm doing that um the, uh, an indie boom explosion tour, which is headlined by uh, Born Divine and Harlem Six. So um, I'm taking my show on the road coast to coast in the United States. You're going to be in Florida? Yeah. yeah, man. We're coming through there. And uh, so basically we'll be starting in Baltimore and Washington, work our way down the east, shoot across west, back north up to Minneapolis, over to Denver, back over to the west coast, which is cool because I've never, I've never been um, in the in the Midwest or, or the west coast. So it'll be a really nice experience just to get out there and see the people. Oh, keep us up to date on dates and stuff so we can uh, help promote it for you, you know? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, while you're out on the road, um, he'll give me a list of everything, and I'll probably do a lot of your promotional stuff to take it off your, your plate and to send people in the proper directions, by the way. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, man. That'll be Well, really that's what it's all about. That'll be real sweet. You know where I'm really excited to go? One of the stops is uh, Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, that should be I fun. I've never been yeah. to Texas. I've been through Texas, like, Via plane, but never been in Texas. But just the pictures look really nice, man. It looks like it's a nice beach because it's right on the Gulf, right? You know, it would be great if Burns gets like pulled over and they're like, ah, oh, let me get some saliva. And he's like, no. And then they're like, he clinched his fucking butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was New Mexico, Frank. That was New Mexico. No, 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 no. It would just be so funny, right? He's like, yo, listen, they shoved this 30 foot tube in my ass twice. I'll be like this poor Canadian. He'll be on the news like, I'll be away from the boss. I need my sex anyway. Listen, I'll but, be I'll be seeing you on the news, and I'll go. Say music before money. Say heist play. <laughs> plug it, you idiot. Plug it. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what scares me though? The, heist the, 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 the thing that scares me about being down there next summer is that I'm gonna be going through the south in the middle of summer. My Canadian ass is gonna roast. It's not oh, that dude. bad, dude. <laughs> Just drink oh, a lot of water. You'll be fine. Sean, look at how yeah, white he is. No. <laughs> He's, he's so fair. You're going to roast. Hey, it, it was Listen, <laughs> I'm bringing my 60 SPF, and I'm going to be fine. <laughs> we'll give you some coconut oil, man. You'll be fine. <laughs> Get Lexi to make a special batch. Absolutely. A little I'll extra like zinc in it. This on. <laughs> so we'll get some yep. strong zinc and throw it in there for you. You don't want to put that suntan lotion on you, man. Come on. Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> You're rubbing the aluminum cancer on you? Oh, oh while you're spraying it on, you got to say, this is a chemtrail. <laughs> I had fun on my tour, but now I have cancer. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time, but, uh, you know. Yeah, so um, when when do we get the the chemtrail song, Frank? Or uh, we're we're doing it. Uh, it's called Rise of the Chemicals, and it'll. Uh, I think it'll be done. Like this is the next one we're doing. But it's not just chemtrails. You're going to cover no, GMOs. You're going to cover harp. You're going to stop cover- talking yeah. about it. I, w- I can't wait to hear the song. Stop talking about it. I want to hear it. With, <laughs> the with, the with, guy with, that doesn't believe in chemtrails is dying to hear no, the no, song. No. <laughs> 
no, no, no. It's he not knows. A, uh, yeah, right. He knows I, I, I want to hear it without any preconceived notion. Okay, okay. don't say anything, Sean. All right, right. I'm done. I'm done. But no, actually, the next song that that we're gonna have, but we're gonna just not release another single. I think we're just gonna drop the uh, the whole thing at once because we're gonna just do it and get it done. Well, it's like, only a couple quick. weeks, so. Well, we're just gonna. You know what it is? Uh, some of the artists it was difficult to work with because of their schedules. And we wanted to have other artists on there, but now we're working with other artists. By the way, big promotional. Next, next Saturday night, November 30th, I'm at the Trash Bar in Brooklyn again. Uh, we sold so many tickets this time. I'm, we got a, a perfect slot. Uh, we're going to be like 10, 10 o'clock at night, 10, 20. Cause that's like one of the spots you'd go to to have drinks before you go to the club or and go nuts. Right. Yeah. The show's over at 12 o'clock. So we're going to go in and we're throw a half hour down. Um, I'm performing with Dirty D, uh, the singer from Dirty Money. She's okay. one of the original members. And uh, Count Banks is going to do a couple of tracks with us. And I just came from practice. And the the show, it's awesome. That's all I could say. To have, the, no, I was telling Burns, I'm so sad because he's like the final key to that. To that mix, but, right. Yeah, yeah, I, and that's I it. Just, I just came up with a new name for Banks. You can call him Count Spanks. Now it's getting old. Now that's that's your original that's your original heist crew heist click crew. Like if you look at at uh, let's say Watchtower video, the, everybody you mentioned minus Burns is in that video. Well, Burns is in the video. Well, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he's not going to be at the show though. Is that he, no, minus no, no. him? That's everybody from the video. That, yeah. See, that pisses me off. But there's there's comfort in knowing like this is like a specialty show, so you're gonna get like um the 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 really good tracks on the original stuff. Uh, the, this, the, the, the lineup we have is like a really good thing. It's like we start with hip hop and then work our way through like the magic that we've, we've had, like all the different styles and then end the show with like down on the corner, save yourself, watchtower and, you know, call it a day, you know, and in the middle we keep people moving and dancing a little bit. And in the beginning it's straight hip hop, get the crowd up, get them going just to show that overall skill. You know, and it, all the voices aren't there. I mean, it's nice to have, you know, the, the old click, but. Without Burns, it's kind of like, you know, but this is how we, this is how we roll. You know, we all have to, the show goes on and you have to, you have to do them well, see, everywhere, by the way, too. We talk all this conspiracy stuff and you, you know, you're with us on the conspiracy shows with us and that's kind of your genre, what you do for the most part. But most people don't understand that you guys actually have some fun, you know, good well, time. That's not, that, it's not a really our genre. Well, it, like, it, it, it's not, I don't mean your genre, but it's what it would you be like in. athletic hip hop. Athletic hip hop? Yeah, man. We, cause listen, they would say alternative hip hop maybe, but we have like rock attitudes and, uh, some of the rock, you know, samples and stuff Oops. and the, the way we throw this stuff together mixed with traditional MC styles. Well, see, I you look know. at you guys more as old school hip hop in my mind because that's what you sound like to me. When I hear your, especially the older, uh, um, yeah, the older stuff. The older straight. stuff is like old school '90s hip hop to me. That's what I mean. I, that's what I grew up on. So I love it. You know, that's one of the things that brought me to you. You know, oh, so I, I love it. Define <laughs> me, Sean. Define me. Hey, that's that's my that's my definition. What are you saying, Dave? Did I lose yeah, Dave, you? Speak I'm, up. I'm talking to my guest here. Oh yeah, Biggie, are you going to talk with us tonight or what? How you doing, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Good man. How you been? That Dave's got his one of our buddies in there, uh, Biggity. You didn't get to meet him when you were down because he didn't come to Razfest, but a uh, good guy. Crickets. 
Quiet, though. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> he doesn't say much. Yeah, he doesn't say very much at all. <laughs> Unless you're with him. Now that we're all together. I don't know. If the, if the mics are shut off, he, he, he can't shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get crickets. <laughs> with um, with with all the, the new music that we have, I'm thinking, like, right into December with the new single and um, get the work done now. You know, like this is this is the time where we we've, we've uh, all the ideas are being fleshed out completely for the most part, and it's just time to put it down. You do like the last shows of the of the winter or like the holiday show, and you just have a good old time and get the work done. Put in the time to get the work, and you you go into Christmas within the shadows, come alive, hate me, political statement. You know, there's plenty right there. Is political See, statement available for download at all, or is it on Amazon December or anything 3rd. yet? Oh, December third is when that'll be available. Yeah. Also, okay. So you yeah, didn't, you didn't you just released it for people to hear, but you haven't put it out for download. Yeah, yet. yeah, you can check it out on iTunes as well at uh, YouTube.com/slash/HighsClick or at MrBurnsT. We oh, uploaded it about those the little viral video that we did. All right, cool. You can go to uh, the HighsClick page on you uh, YouTube. Also, I uploaded it earlier just to have it out there. Hey, like, we're hey, trying to build. Hey, Frank. I, I already said that. <laughs> All right. My bad. I wasn't paying attention. You know, I, every time I look down at my Twitter, I, it takes my attention away. <laughs> Imagine that. I couldn't see why that would happen. Hey, you guys don't mind if I put it on the stream, do you, for, uh, you know, when I don't have live stuff to just replay? No, no. It, listen, it's out now. Like, for, for you guys, Raspberry Radio, let's just put it in a rotation. Start it going. All right, cool. Get it going. If you need us to make drops, I'll, I'll do that. I always – yeah, I love drops. Anybody want to make me drops, please do, but – I need them, so I'll keep I'm, making new ones. I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. You know, I've got a bunch of shows on my radio station that have uh, original made <sighs> heist click <laughs> intros, <laughs> and I don't have one, but everybody else does. What's up with that, Frank? He said Panda. Um, I got a feel. I got a feeling the chemtrail song <laughs> is going to be our. Listen, uh, listen, Sean. I put that on song. you. You're just not forceful enough. Oh, okay. It's my fault. <laughs> no, see, he, he's, he's, he works it over time because, like, when he was trying to get, he used to slip in. Oh, you know, we'd love to have you over at Raz Radio, you know. But anytime you're ready or whatever, you just let me know. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, man. And then again, like a month later, he'll just slip it in the conversation. And I'm like, wow, you've been asking me for like nine months, dude. I'm coming. Yep. And now we got you. Yeah, no, it's the subtle way well, to do some, it. Some I have. Yeah, we got to get you up to speed so you can broadcast on your own, but that's a whole other story. I don't. I, listen, <laughs> other than you guys got to take you know. the time and treat me like a child with this. Dave <laughs> had hand. it almost 100%. But well, Dave's my tech guy. Leave. He's supposed to be doing this, not me. So well, come on, Dave. Listen, get on it. We just got to. Yeah, I, dude, I'm available stop. at all times, but but just not ten minutes before the show starts. <laughs> no, I, yeah, that's that's definitely my fault. But um, right, like call me the day allegedly. Call me the day after the show. I feel the love in the room right now. <laughs> a little hate going. On. <laughs> I can just see that too. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Michelle texts me. This Michelle texts me, and she's like, "He's got cables everywhere. I don't know what's going on." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We're not going to be able to do this. <laughs> and then I said, flip the switch. And we couldn't get anything to work. Huh? I'm like, what the hell? And then she goes, what about flipping the switch? I'm like, I already flipped it. It's not going to happen. She goes, yeah, but that's what happened the last time. Let me just do it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Get it. Do it. Boom. Everything worked. I never said another fucking thing. I was like, wow. She, she's like, see, I know my shit. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. See? see? <laughs> I've been around you clowns long enough. <laughs> it's always you know, a switch. 
you know, my uh, Count Banks, my brother was was telling me today, he's like, listen, I'm hearing all this stuff. Like I played him a bunch of stuff, all the new things. Get him up to speed a little bit. And he's like, oh my God. He goes, you know, you guys really stepped it up a notch. And I'm like, well, it's, it's becoming, uh, I guess when the, when the guys in the group like kind of fell off, I had to become a solo artist. Burns had to become a group member, right? So that we were covering everything and it's like, you have to be good if you're going to do this. He's like, your lyrical content went up so friggin' much. He goes, this is ridiculous. I just want to hear you guys though on a fucking, Regular rap song, just go nuts. I want to see if it translates well that way. And then I put on one of Burns's tracks, and he was like, "All right, that's awesome." <laughs> you know, it's so funny talking to Burns this way because when he comes, when when his voice kicks in on the raps, it's totally different. Like you can, you know, it's him. And you know what? We didn't mention also in political statement. Um, there was a third voice in there that oh, was obviously Payday, Payday Monsanto. Monsanto, right? Um, and I, he killed that man. He killed that. Oh, man. everything that dude does, he fucking kills. I love him. I wish, I wish I could get him past his little issue with me one day, you know, cause I'd love to have him as a fourth person on the screen right now. You know what I mean? Wear an anonymous mask and change the name of the show for that night. <laughs> it wasn't even my show. <laughs> oh, you know what I saw that was really cool not to change the topic, but yeah, I, I was at a red light and, um, there was a dude sitting behind me. And the dude sitting in his passenger seat had an anonymous mask on in the Bronx. When was this? Uh, like two days ago. Okay, because I was going to say they had that big, um, uh, what was that march that Trip went to, Dave? Do you remember? It was like two weeks ago. A million men. A million, million man march, yeah, whatever. Yeah. A million mask march on, no, yeah, November yeah. 5th. That's why I was asking about when it was. Was it around that time? But obviously not. It was just good to see. Yeah. Oh. It made me feel like when you glance into the fifth mirror, that anonymous just like popped into the mirror. <laughs> well, now you're like, oh shit. Jack and Surprise, I, sucker. Jack Blood and I, you know, we had Jack Blood on before you guys and, and, um, we were talking about that and how people, it is slowly, I'm seeing in five years that I've been involved with this five, almost six years now that I've been involved with this, that it, there has been a, a consciousness awakening, awakening. You know, you can definitely see more people coming around to this and I see it on Twitter. With people who, you know, used to make fun of me when they first started hearing me talk about things or, you know, when they first started listening to DC, um, that now are going, Oh, you know, wait, what, what's this? What's this? Why is this happening? Um, oh, we lost Frank. It's trying to reconnect right now. Are you still there, Burns? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. All right. Let me recall him here. We lost him. We lost the, the castles. The castles crumbled. Oh no! Uh, I like they must have hit that though. switch again. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, flip the well, switch. What was Frank. that, Burns? Um, GMOs has now jumped the shark. It, it, I don't know if you. Um, my you mean? Uh, my wife is really into um, um, like Bones and those type of shows, like the forensic shows and stuff like that. Right. And the the whole episode on Friday was about. Uh, this guy who got grinded up into a stew and he was being served out of school and how schools are second tier markets and, and supermarkets are first tier markets. But they, um, the whole thing was about what's in the, the GMOs that are in, in products. So the mainstream television is talking about GMOs right now, even through, um, like dramas and stuff like that. That, that's interesting. And I, I, it makes me question. Because we saw in, uh, where was this last vote? Washington State, I think it was. And there was $22 million, uh, donated to 
stop the the labeling of GMO in the state. Same thing happened in California last year. Uh, and if you look at the donators, like 90% of it came from, you know, the four or five major food companies or, or grocery chains or whatever it was. And, you know, you see that and then you have to wonder why they fight so hard because we're very, you know, we're, we try our hardest. It's very hard to get everything all natural, get everything healthy, get everything that's, that's good for you that doesn't have all this shit in it. Um, but we try the, the best that we can. I know, you know, the castles do. Uh, Dave eats pretty healthy himself, you know, but he's, he'll still go eat Taco Bell or something. You know, I won't touch. I had, I can't do fast food anymore. I, I fucking had Burger King again <laughs> yesterday because we were traveling. You're the last person I ate that shit with. Well, last time I ate it was with you. No, I'm sorry. Last time I ate it was when we went to Jacksonville. But the, the, the thing is, <laughs> After he has I like eat a it. road trip Burger King thing. It's really weird. And then I get to where we're going, and I oh shit my brains God. out, and it stinks like onion rings, <laughs> and it's just horrible. You know, like oh. when you shit and you smell the food you ate a couple hours ago, that's really not good. <laughs> you you know oh. while you're eating it, you're like, it's the most delicious thing ever, right? And then it sits in your the middle of your stomach, and you're when you go organic and you're or you're trying to eat healthy and do that shit when you put. Burger King or McDonald's in your stomach. It hurts your stomach. Holy shit. Yeah. It, it, it fucks you up for real. It does. It really so does. my body just doesn't want it anymore, man. Yeah. I haven't I, been able to eat fast food in like five years, man. My, my, my body just can't take it. Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I shit my brains out of Very rarely. I mean, I bet you it's three or four times a year. Um, we'll actually stop and get it because we're in a rush and it's the only option. Usually we will, cause it, it costs just as much to go to a nice little restaurant and get a burger and fries for the family. As long as you're not drinking alcohol, the only we always get time alcohol. it's relevant is when me and you were doing it, Sean. We were both agreeing for the one time, like, yo, we were running behind. Yeah, I was traveling with a rock star, and he had me a half hour late for a show that we were supposed to be on. <laughs> I was, I was stoned. I was like, woo, and then he's like, yo, man, we gotta eat. And I, I know exactly what that means. If I don't eat before a performance or before practice, my levels go down, man. It's right. really bad. So. We were like, okay, let's agree to this. <laughs> we did. We talked about it the whole way there too. Yeah, because honestly, and look, there was nothing else really around that we could have did. They make it like that, though. Yep. Well, you can't run in and grab a burger and fries at a nice well, little restaurant real fast like that. We were already well, a half hour behind. Well, here's the thing. Also, um, is that here in Florida they don't have these little mom and pop places. If you're in New York, you could actually run around to one place, yeah. one place, and get a better burger than you would get at McDonald's. It's just they don't have that. I'd get a slice of pizza, right here. Yeah. That's how I, I at least you know, and I cut down on that also. I try not to do too much of that, but one day I, you know what it is, I splurge. You got to. I have pizza have once to. a week, and but I go to a, a, a private. I don't eat. Pizza, you know, any of the fast yeah, you're the in Florida, you, you, Y'all don't eat pizza down there. Nah, dude, no, I gotta take it. Actually, the pizza guy I go to is from, um, Brooklyn. He, he, that doesn't, born and raised in Brooklyn. He, he makes a fucking awesome pizza, dude. Does he ship the water in? No, but he, it's then good, I don't dude. want to oh, hear it. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm a cheesesteak man. You know, you know why I can't find a good cheesesteak? Because fucking it's the Philadelphia water that makes the bread so good. And that's why the Philly cheesesteaks rock. That's, I'm, I love my cheesesteak, man. I make a good cheesesteak, but unless you have that bread made from the Philly water, it's not the same. My so. home state's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Fluoridated water is better than your state's fluoridated water. 
<laughs> I have fluoride filters on almost everything, so I, I'm. I don't but the pizza shop doesn't. Right. No, I know. <laughs> and neither, neither does a Philly steak place. <laughs> right. Uh, I hate this NWO shit. <laughs> I swear. I I wish I could just kind of somehow just fly up into the air, look down, and then have like just the ones up here with red dots that I need to take out. Because you know it's just a handful of these jerk offs. Oh, yeah. And by the way, just to let you know, when 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 you watch that, like uh, the boss watches her show and they talk about GMOs, they they'll have those guys because those are like the best guys, right? Kind of look into it and dis. They the the guys that are running this program have to tell you what they're doing. So. To tell you the truth, they'll put it out on one of those shows. Yep. And then they'll have the Dick Tracy person like, hmm. Yeah, what, what, what did they say about it, Burns? Like, what was their, what was their, their, what were Were they they saying the best? Yeah. Okay, well, the GMO talk was actually just coming more in passing, but it was, every single one, every single character on the show was talking about how bad and concerning it was. Hmm. See, so you're, you know, that's how they, they tell you the truth mixed with the yeah, lone gunmen. I, I talk about this all the time. You know, you got the lone gunman episode. They always show us what they're doing. A couple of weeks ago, I was, uh, you know, I do my segment on Shannon Burke's show every Tuesday. And we got into a conversation about uh, Project Bluebeam or Operation Bluebeam, whatever you want to call it. And uh, we got in the whole hologram projection uh, story of how they're going to have a god of whatever god you believe in projected you. Everybody's going to hear it in their head, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then I got some tweets from some of the listeners saying, oh, that was all in the Hunger Games. And I'm like, I never saw the Hunger Games. I, I, I don't even know what the fuck the movie's about. So Listen, the Hunger Games you should watch, first of all, with all the shit we talk. That's like one of the movies with the propaganda in it. Yeah, but, I, you know, I don't Just know. Just watch it. Listen, you, you got to watch When the Devil Speaks sometimes. You don't. You have to listen <coughs> once in a blue moon to actually see what's coming. You have, yeah. You you have to be reminded that it's really there because then you feel like you're in this bubble and I jumped on a team, and then it becomes like a Democrat Republican kind of thing. You know, it doesn't matter what you say. Blah 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 blah. You got to jump in there once in a while and watch and go. It reconvinces you how evil these motherfuckers are and the propaganda, like the way they talk to you, like you're idiots, and you're well, most you know are. they're lying. It makes you mad. It gives you fuel for the fire. And then you don't do it for a little while. You don't have to have, you already know what's going on. Yeah. Now every once in a while, you just gotta be like, remind yourself why you're doing it. But see, it's you not know? even entertaining. I drive Lexi nuts when we watch movies and stuff like that because I just, I, I'm, I'm picking that shit out. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but Look it's at bad. That. Look I, at that. <laughs> they do it in superhero movies too. They did it in Batman. Batman was the best. I, I've been saying this from day one. When I, when I seen that connection in the first movie, it was every product was on the table. And he's like, listen, the Joker, they don't know how he's doing it. And he's like, ah, it's not one product. It's everything. But when you mix this one, this one, and this one, it, this happens. You get the smilex. This one, this one, and this one, boom, you get the smilex. So he figured out what was, like the plan was in the movie for, with the Joker, but that's really the plan. Well, I heard Superman was kind of that way. And what the hell? I, I had something in my head. <coughs> I forgot it already. Um, well, Superman is like the—he's really is the anti-Illuminati. Well, see, but I heard that it was very pussification of man in Superman. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard he, it kind of pussified man a little bit. It does. He says to, he says to them like you 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 can't stop me, and you'll never be able to stop me. There's nothing you can do 
but you'll never have to worry because I, I'm on your team. Right. And they like try him. Did you watch it? No, I it haven't was, seen it, it yet. Was, it, dude, it's a very powerful movie. A lot of fun, a lot of action, but a lot of, um, religious symbolism and stuff of him being like his father tells him he sees Lois Lane and then he, she's falling, the earth's blowing up. And he's like, you could save them. You could save them all. And then he's just like, Oh, and you're like, wow, <laughs> like what the fuck is this all about? Uh, right. But he's, he's an alien and therein lies their weird shift in there. Like the alien is the Superman because they, they made it like they kept calling him an alien in the whole movie. Well, he is an alien. I know, but they never really tell in the comic books, you know, he's an alien, but they don't really put it off like that. Like he's Superman. He's one of us. Oh, I remember what it was. I was watching, uh, Mikey loves Batman, especially the newer ones. And we just watched one of the new ones. And, uh, just recently we've heard the, the using like a sonar mapping here and like actually being used now. And if you go back to that Batman, they use the cell phone as the sonar mapping. Uh, to, yeah, man. to do the building, and now we're seeing that technology in the movie. And the, the the Morgan Freeman quits because he tells him no one man could have this, and he's like, just type in your name. I gave it to you, the power. Right. And he's like, I don't want this shit. And then it blows up. At the very spoiler end. alert. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's but not they, really a spoiler, but yeah. dude, they can they can do that shit. Oh uh, yeah, everything we see in these, you know, I always say, remember the space shuttle was designed in 1930. So you know. Uh, yeah, they have a lot of technology we don't know about yet. So, uh, I freak out when I see the, the holographic computer technology, cause I've seen that where you, you know, you, you're, you're kind of standing there like using. Frank's shopping up again. You there, Frank? I like that pose though. Yeah, that's a good pose. He's like, ah. <laughs> All right, Scotty, what's up, buddy? I was actually calling that you guys were talking about movies, and I sat down and I watched Zeitgeist, the movie, for the first time the other day. And you guys were talking about God, how you say God, the image God coming back. You know, the the intro of that movie, if nobody's seen it, really need to sit down and watch that, because that made a total lot of sense. The, see, I never, believe it or not, and how far I am in the conspiracy stuff, I've never watched any of the Zeitgeist movies. Really? Yeah. I, I know exactly what he's talking about. I've seen the Zeitgeist movie, movie many times, and I own the DVDs. Um, the, 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 what, the first 20 minutes is all about religion. I have how never similar seen they are. religion. I've never seen religion explained that purely. I'll have to watch them now. When, when I tell people to watch Zeitgeist, I usually say to them, hey, look, if you're religious, don't watch the first 20 minutes, because that, <laughs> that would turn... <laughs> like if Buzzy were to watch that, that would probably turn him off to the rest of the movie. So, you know, I tell people, certain people, skip the 20 minutes because you don't want to hear that. But I, I truly believe in what they're talking about. Well, see, they got to be open mind, though. You know, you got to, we watch stuff all the time. Going back to the propaganda, day, Frank's telling me I got to go watch this movie or that movie because it's going to enlighten me and help me move on and, and fire me up a little bit. But I refuse to. And maybe I'm wrong for doing that. Maybe I should just sit and do it, you know? Um, Frank, right. you were talking about, oh, Scotty, um, hold on for a sec. You can hang around with us for a little bit because we're obviously going to go long. I know you want to test some stuff tonight, so, um, we'll be off in a little bit. Um, well, no, 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 no. I'm going to go. I also wanted to just tell thank, uh, Frank, thank you for what you did for me. It turned out great. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, my brother. 
I uh, I got the, the email back. I didn't get the chance to respond yet, though. I wanted to say uh, I laughed what, a couple does, of times, man. <laughs> does, does Does Scotty have a fucking theme song? No, Scotty. Frank? No, Scotty. Scotty <laughs> no, no, did no. a Scotty did a like parody. Everybody got one except us. <laughs> Scotty did a parody of "Hate Me," and Frank uh-huh. sent him the the clean audio to use to do it. Gotcha. Cool. That was good, though. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. You guys have a good night. All right, brother. We'll talk to you later, later brother. Um, what I was going to say, Frank, oh, stand by, Skin Biscuit. Um, what I was going to say, Frank, you were getting a hologram right before you got cut out. So I want you to finish that because I'm going to tie it into something. You were talking about the hologram projection thing. He already yeah. forgot. He's he's so totally <laughs> totally off topic now. <laughs> well, can't, what... go, can't go back. Oh, oh, spicy wiener here. Go ahead. Oh, the oh the what you call it? The the computer that you. Like the screen is like projected into the air, and like you touch it, and you know you get things moving. Right. Like they they've been premiering that in everything more and more and more and more, and then they do it sometimes where it's like more reality based. Like oh yeah, it could kind of be like that. And then it's a little more. Fantasy. You talk about like an Iron Man where he's got the all the computer stuff floating around him, and he moves it with his hands and shit like that. Yeah. Okay. Because I and was that's going to be the new thing. I was thinking more along <laughs> the lines of the. You know, Project Bluebeam, Operation Bluebeam, when they're going to be projecting things in the sky, whether oh, it be I was just aliens. saying where, it, where it, they show it in movies and the, you could really do this for real. Right. You know, like Bluebeam, they can do that shit and make it look real because, like you said, things that we see have been developed in the 30s. Right. We're so right? far behind in the technology. Nobody's questioned them. Nobody questions it because you have an iPhone. They're like, that's where it went. Really? So we haven't done anything else in that area <laughs> at all. Well, I want to tie the the projection of holograms though to you know a lot of times to do this you need some medium to project onto. So what if the chemtrailing is part of putting the medium in the sky to be able to do these operations? It's a multi-purpose thing. Ask Dave; he knows all about it. It's it's a movie screen background. Fuck off. Takes the heart waves Fuck bounce off. off those waves and come back down. They're mapping everything. They're poisoning us. And I believe Fuck they're off. also blocking something. <laughs> Dave's being a dick over Fuck there. Fuck off. <laughs> All right, listen, guys. Go ahead, Burns. I got, I, I got a bounce, man. I got, a, I got an early meet and greet tomorrow down in uh, the city. So. All right, brother. I appreciate you coming on. We're gonna run that song for you, and we'll keep pushing you. All right, much love. Thanks for having me on again. All right, brother. What's up, Skin? How you doing, man? No, I was gonna say, like, uh, I had something totally. Other than this topic, but, uh, um, Frank was just saying about the touchscreen type, um, technology. The first time I saw something like that was in the movie Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. You guys seen that? I saw it. I loved it. God, a long time. Yeah, I love it. Love, love it. But it was like, it tripped me out, like, to see him, like, doing that, like, this, like, in air programming, like, just, punching around and like it was, it was just so trippy it was crazy and what what else did they have they had the dolphin hooked into the computer the bio computer exactly the dolphin the was smarter than the than the people so he ran exactly the computer. even look at running look at running man when they have the i know we're not quite to the same level of a scanner body scanner but you know when they walk through the the the, the scanner and it would project on the wall there and they they could see what was underneath the clothing i guarantee you if you let them go all the way. In ten years, you'd have that. No oh, problem. I'd, I'd say less than ten years, dude. Honestly, I really would For say everything less. they have. There's a private corporation that has taken it the other direction, 
you know, to see what we can get out of this. Like one guy makes the, makes the, takes the power and uses it for a weapon and the other one takes it and uses it for the good of something. Yeah. And scan, I'm sorry I didn't answer earlier, dude, but I don't, I, I, when I only have an hour with somebody, I got so much to cover. I just don't take calls usually. Sometimes I will, but tonight I just don't. He said, he said, yeah. skid bald, fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking big time me there, man. Oh, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, bro. You know, it was a big time guy I had man. there, so. Yeah, I know. I understand. I just wanted to get one question into him, and since I couldn't get it to fuck him, off. I tweeted it to him. Well, I would suggest uh, go to his Facebook because he doesn't really use Twitter. No, um, uh, hold on. Who said fuck off? That's Dave playing with drops. Oh, fuck off. yeah, Dave. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck up. <laughs> Shut up, Bitcoin boy. <laughs> All right, I want to wrap this up, Skin. You got anything else? No, I did have a question. Fuck, don't wrap shit up. I wanted to fucking ask him earlier, and now since I don't have him on, I'll ask fucking you or Frank. My opinion, or you guys' opinion, on Jackie O. This bitch was there. She visibly saw what happened, but she didn't ever say actually what happened all these theories that people are just now coming up with and are you know their opinions on the situation and she was right there beside them was she told ahead of time look stop you know you're gonna you're gonna act like you're picking his head up off the back of the car you know all these different things no i would would say she was told afterwards that if you want your children to stay alive keep your fucking mouth shut or you're all going to be dead and you can go join them she falls into the category of like neil armstrong not ever really talking about outer space and like becoming a her and dave well let's hear let's hear dave's too well let's not uh discount what happened to her after the presidency she married aristotle onassis you know exactly billionaire you know she 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 got she was on easy street for the rest of her fucking life and that so might have been her gift mattered. that's yeah. the gift for keeping your mouth shut exactly and now my other question was since she was able to go through easy street marrying a billionaire for the rest of her life and then all of a sudden, after they divorced, she was going to come out with a book. And, oh, yeah, she dies, and her son dies mysteriously in a fucking plane crash. Dude, they That's all I wanted everyone, to man. Yeah, there's very exactly. few people left. I'm surprised that James Tagg is, is still alive, honestly, um, being the, the third hey, person hit. You sucked the right dick. <laughs> right? Oh, all that shit is like showing the connection on the inside like, like, they're that hooked up. You know, they're a mafia of that kind. Okay, like, look, we're gonna just blow this dude's head off. They tell her after the fact, shut your mouth. And you've seen her in the car, like, holding his head and picking up skull and shit. Like, she didn't know nothing was going on. And then they scared the shit out of her and told her, look, we'll probably kill whoever, your whole family. Right? And then what does she do? She breaks the coven and boom, she goes. Who else breaks the coven? Tupac. He has to go. People who break it, Michael Jackson, you have to go. Biggie. Biggie, you have to. Biggie was a sacrifice, I believe. You think so? Yeah, he didn't, he didn't talk to any Illuminati shit. They made it look like Tupac and him had beef, but Tupac was the one that gets killed for opening his fucking mouth and telling about what was going on on the inside. And, and Biggie was the actual sacrifice and they set it up to make it look like the two of them had beef. I agree. And Tupac, uh, if you don't know the early life of Tupac, 
when uh, back down to when he was a baby, I mean, his parents were very influential in the Black Panther Party, and it's ridiculous, like, his connection. I didn't know this all about Tupac until I started actually looking into it. This this guy was, I mean, he was a voice, and that's what they were scared of. He was going to cause mayhem. He was going he to, was like... A, a rap John Lennon character. I'm telling you, there's a bunch of them out there. They know how to kill the single guy. That could be influential. They took him out. Done. You don't follow the program, you're out. That's why Jay Z's out there showing his face to everybody. He's following the program. Him and Beyonce and her hot ass. Yeah, what, uh, Frank? What's your opinion on? Uh, I don't know if you've watched any Mark Dice videos uh, about the Illuminati symbolization, symbolization, and these guys. Do, do you, it's bad. Do you, do you think they're doing it because they they're they're doing it to promote it, or are they just so stupid that they don't know what the fuck they're doing? All right, I, I have a, a mixed feelings about this. I think Jay Z is on the inside, but he's really not considered down. Like he's like the useful idiot. Like they're like, oh yeah, make him think he's in charge, and then he's out there promoting it and going crazy with it, making kids think it's cool. Right. And then that, that just gets it out there. So every time you see him and you do like the pyramid or whatever with the eye and all that, like the kids will do all that shit. That has something to do with power and Satanism and stuff. And he believes in it. So I heard people like LeBron don't like it. Right. But they do the minimal amount to keep themselves because you're required. If you want to get to a certain level, you better, you're going to suck the dick, whether you like it or not. Whatever (laughs) sucking the dick is, is what you're going to do. And some people don't like it. You know who didn't like it? Mel Gibson didn't like it. JFK didn't like it. Like his brothers didn't like it. And what did they do? They just, what's his face blew up in an airplane too. It's amazing how many of them are dead. Like you said. Princess Diana. And it comes out. I I told her I was going to kill this bitch. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, it's just fucking over and over and over again. Well, look at the look at the presidential kill list we find out about. You know, Bill Clinton. Uh, Bill Clinton had a big one, yeah. Although I think Obama might take that over. That spot over. <laughs> Why? Because he's droning people. Well, not even just for that reason. I think I think we've had a lot of, especially this past year alone. Think about all the deaths this past year, year and a half that we have had questions on. You know, we got Hasty, oh, yeah. you got, you got, uh, Breitbart, you got, you know, Davis, the attack on reporters. The, the chick that your husband just, uh, suicided himself. You got the senator whose son apparently stat, tried to stab him to death <laughs> and then shot himself. If he was trying to kill his fucking father by stabbing him, why wouldn't he just shot him? Dude, is it true that Bernie Madoff's kids were committed suicide or were killed? Uh, not that I know of. I'd I have to look that up. I had, I had, I had, no, I had but one son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, that, Frank. That, the one son, Murdoch, his son was in prison and he and allegedly committed suicide. Yeah, because they said Madoff was coming out and gonna rat shit out, like just help, like tell you how the scheme works, because he felt like, like yeah, but he nobody over listens anyway. There's, there's that guy. Um, because you're flooded with information. Am I not being heard? Yeah, you're there. <laughs> All right. Um, totally. Does anybody watch this, the new show on NBC Revolution? No, no. I don't watch TV really. Well, yeah, I, I don't really either. But I, I we really dig the show just because we kind of hope that the power goes out and we all just have to survive off the land, and hopefully you're smart enough to. 
But my point is they're putting it out there mainstream to see the eye of the Illuminati. Like, that's the newest thing on the show. You start seeing these appearances of the triangle and the eye. Because it's relevant. Yeah, well, that's only okay. if you believe in symbolism. I, 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 you know, I totally do not believe in the symbolisms, or I, I don't think it's as important as people make it out to be. But I'm not going to piss on it either. It you know? gives strength to the topic. That's what it is. It see, we all don't yeah, focus on. Thinking. We all don't focus on. We all focus on specific things, um, and, and sometimes we don't focus on other things at all. You know, there's there's some things I don't really focus on, Dave chooses not to focus on symbolism that's actually one of the things i don't really focus on either because it's just it, it is important and there are other people that talk about it so i don't really take the time to invest into that when i, I all right think about this you buy a t-shirt and it's got a symbol on it and it just looks cool right and you're like oh it just looks cool and then you take a look at the symbolism and it's the pyramid with the eyeball in some weird design and it's everywhere you start to see it so it's all, all you're doing is making yourself aware to it, and I believe then more like Dave, where he's just like, I kind of don't get into that. It, it's it's and not they, that. It's just they a, believe I, that it takes, it draws your energy, Dave, right? Like that's what the symbolism is for, to keep it fresh in your mind, because that's where the power draws from. But when yeah, you don't, when you poo-poo it, it gives it no energy. I'm not poo-pooing. I'm just saying it doesn't affect me. The symbolism doesn't affect yeah, me. Well, and I know, it, it, I know I, what's going on in the world. I, you know, no symbol, no, I, the symbols don't matter to me. I just, I, I would just prefer, hey, let's, let's all not pay tax and ignore the, the government and things no, will be what much I, What I meant was that do, doing it your way is the way to make them lose their power from you. Like they have no power over right. Dave because it, it's not that you're poo-pooing it. It's you understand it fully, but it's like whatever. Like it doesn't even matter. It's like fuck this. Right. You know. Yeah, right. I totally agree with that, but in, uh, the way I was trying to say it is they're putting it out there more mainstream to just do that, to kind of, you know, poo-poo on it. Like, they're like trying, they're going there. Yeah, it's true. Right, it, 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 could, it could be out there just to make thing, people look bad. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was just about to say. It's It's out there to make certain people look crazy for talking about it. When it's really not exactly. that crazy. You're a crazy guy. Well, we're poo-pooing on. We're desensitizing you to this triangle with an eye in the middle of it. It's it's nothing to see here, guys. Well, that's like yeah. I just I just had a tweet that I just responded to. That's why I was kind of shaky there for a minute. Um, <clears throat> and th there's this guy that that won't listen to the station because of the conversation I had with Shannon Burke like two weeks ago about lizard people. It's radio. I was I was trying to cause some some you know something. I, I, Skin, how often do I talk about things like that on this, on our show? Do we ever talk about crazy lizard people things? You know, I don't even know where that, I've, I've been seeing all the tweets about lizard people and I missed that segment. I haven't, I haven't, first of all, been able to get fucking IO on TuneIn and nor do I listen to Shannon's show much anymore because, yeah, and we'll leave that alone, but. Yeah, I, I don't ever hear you talk about that at all, about lizard people. It's, no, uh, we talk news, we talk information, we give our thoughts and our uh, our evaluations of, of the news we're reading. You know, every once in a while, you know, like third hour, we might, we talked about it a little bit tonight. That was just, we were having some fun and, and discussing things, you know, but it's not, it's not something I focus on. It's not something I put at the forefront of my conversation, you know? Yeah, but, you know, there's also a little bit of validity to that. Because right now I'm looking at a – I remember there was some crazy symbol in front of an IRS building. And there it is. There's the fucking pyramid. 
you know, with with the inscription in in it, we the people, and it's huge. It's and this is from the, the IRS building. Yeah. yeah. So you know, there there might be some credence to this. Well, look at look I mean, at why, the. Why do they fucking have that in front of the IRS building? Look at know? the Colorado airport. Go go look at pictures of the murals in the Colorado yeah. airport. Uh, the yeah, Denver. the Denver airport. Yep. And there's yeah. actually a uh, somebody I can't remember who it was. Somebody tweeted about a documentary that somebody was just uh, the Learning Channel just did about the Denver airport. It was like in depth into the Denver airport, and I didn't catch the doc, but it was supposed to be on I think the Learning Channel. Well, you do understand that it's believed that underneath the Denver airport is one of the largest um, underground bases, living facilities. I don't know if you know yeah, that or not. Like, it, it's like twice as big as the uh, mall in America, the biggest mall in the world. It's, it's yeah. I, I've heard all the fucking stories and the ridiculous artwork and all this just creepy shit that's involved with that whole area is like ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. If you guys that listen out there haven't seen some of the pictures, just, just Google Denver Airport murals, and uh, I'm sure you'll find something with the information on it. Because some of those pictures, I know there's been articles with all the pictures of it um, out there. So it's, it's crazy. And it's like it's one of the busiest airports in the world. Am I wrong? Uh, it, it's a big hub. I, actually, I know I, from between. I don't think. I think it's actually quite the opposite. The old airport did not need to be upgraded, but they upgraded it anyway, moved it out to an area uh, that was uh, secluded, and made this Whoa. monster airport that did not need to be there. The cover, the top no, of the, the... Right. Right, yeah. Just to have planes fly through there and have bring people in, in my opinion... There's just... all kinds of shit going on there, guys. Yeah. Top oh, yeah. to bottom. All of your conspiracies probably have at least 10% truth to them when it uh, comes okay. to that place. It's 1228. I just want you guys to know how long it took me to say Honduras. <laughs> because cause that shit ain't happening in Honduras. <laughs> yeah, we, you said chemtrails at like 909, or yeah, 909. Right. I, I don't even think I said chemtrails till later on in the night. Was that a drinking game? No, we usually try to keep track of, of when I say chemtrails and when he says Honduras, how far into the show until it comes out. Nice. So, you know. Look. <laughs> All the symbolism and all the stuff, look, you know the, the CERN that's in, uh, that's under those, uh, the European countries? The, what is that device called where they launch the atoms at each other? Oh, the uh, collider. Large, the collider? The hard hadron right. collider, yeah. Now, is it coincidence or just somebody put a thought into the architecture that right out front is Lady Shiva walking through the Stargate and that when you stare at the front of the CERN machine, Right, um, it looks just like it, like the 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 technical aspects of it. It's exactly like it. You could like put them in front of one another. Now, is that being blatant? Is it real, or are they like you know? You have a company called Thunderhammer, and you have Thor with a hammer out front, like a copper statue. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, uh, you say Stargate, and like uh, if you haven't seen the movie Stargate. I, I kind of, that movie is very interesting to me because that, we always ask where are these, these pyramids, who built these pyramids, were they built by aliens, how, how were people able to construct these things? And in Stargate, they're, the, the pyramids are actually landing platforms for alien ships. And, yeah, they're like recharging ports and shit. Right, and they use the Stargate to bring us humans 
from another dimension, another planet to here. To, That's the to ancient alien theory. Yeah. Except, except it's happening over there. Right. Right. Exactly. Like, like they started the race for slaves, kind of like the Anunnaki thing, and then they disappeared all of a sudden because there was a revolt on Earth, and they sent. They were just stealing people and bringing them over there. Yep. And they kept the slave race going over there. You never know. You just never know. All right, Frank, uh, uh, Scan, we're going to get wrapped up here, brother. Scan? He, he won't answer me because he doesn't want me to wrap up. <laughs> Actually, you know, he just decided to mix another drink and told me that I could answer if you guys had <laughs> Oh, it's Miss Biscuit. <laughs> Miss Biscuit. Mrs. Biscuit. Oh, let's let's totally make him re regret the decision of putting the phone in your hand. What could we ask? Look, he he busts our balls. He's the best ball buster. Give me something so that I can bust his chops. Something to bust his chops. Okay, let me think. Give us the filthy. Right. Something he's he won't be blasting like all over. Days. <laughs> she's trying to think she's like what, what can I tell him that he's not going to flip out at all? <laughs> oh, wait do you got any pictures of him in his underwear or something let's really embarrass the shit out of him <laughs> show his skin biscuit oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's back I'm, I'm looking to him for some input what should I share with him <laughs> whatever you want baby. uh oh oh He's got a, he's got another drink. He don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm a dirtball. I'm, I'm a little asshole. Hello. Well, we know all that. <laughs> See, once you admit that straight up, it's kind of hard. It's like an ultimate deflection. Yeah, they're it's really. Like, yeah, it's not even fun to fuck with him. Yeah, you can't fuck with right, him. Right, right. You know, he's right. You can't really fuck with him. So, well, yeah, like, uh, yeah let's do. You know, she's got first time. I think I'm on the radio. <laughs> what, what do I say? Ah, there's yeah, only three people like, listening, uh, and, and sure, she, there's only three people listening. She's one of them. <laughs> relax. Oh, my face hurts. Exactly. You guys are making me laugh okay, too much. Relax. Just, just tell him he is not as much of an asshole as everybody thinks. <laughs> that's your that's your Twitter persona. It would be <laughs> funny if she said, "Yeah, he likes to sew." <laughs> be like, "Oh, yes, yeah, biscuits." So you're not an asshole after all. Well, Knit me a sweater. What, what's that, Miss Biscuits? Twitter is for sure. Twitter and the radio. It's just an a, a magnified part of him. It's you know what it, it is. What he wants to be in everyday life. He wants to address everybody at work, at Walmart, everywhere. The way he talks to people on Twitter and the radio. But he doesn't, because he's actually a really nice guy, isn't he? He's a puppy, isn't he? He makes cupcakes. <laughs> Not that he's, you know, super nice in general. But <laughs> Does he, Does like, he have, help? like, a favorite T-shirt? Does he, like, with help with it? housework, and he's, like, an animal lover, and he, like, makes dinner and shit? He's for sure an animal lover, and he is the best cook. He cooks way more than I do, because I fuck everything up. Is he and kind of a bitch, like, in the house? No. Um, no. Are you, like, he running the show? Um, no, he runs the show. Oh. Well, it sounds like yeah, our house, kind of, a little bit. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> question I have to ask is, the question I have is, does he wash your underwear? Because he wants to do that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he has his underwear, underwear does he? 
I no, he doesn't do laundry. Are you aware? Do does he sniff? Ah. Does he sniff your underwear? Is it weird like that? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that he checks them. So he's sure that they're not sex them. Yeah. All right, I'm confirmed. Pretty- Skin biscuits <laughs> is the creepiest one on the radio. <laughs> That's what I was I looking for. him smelling somebody on the bus sitting <laughs> I, next to him. I wash your underwear, honey. Yes, you do. Oh, I don't want to hear this. I do. I, I, I do laundry. Well, it wouldn't get done if I didn't, honestly. Right, I'm just going to start playing <laughs> That's sound. not true. I did all the laundry this week. <laughs> That's because you were homesick. Hell yeah, you my nerf herder. You my nerf herder. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, spicy weenie. Here, go ahead. All right, stop. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, skin, we're going to wrap it up, brother. Yeah. Fire giant boob phone. nipple gun. Shut up, Dave. Yeah, shut up, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> she handed me the phone back because uh you guys I guess were making her laugh too much and she was <laughs> uncontrollably lying about me. My face hurts like crazy right now. For the past <laughs> hour and a half I have done nothing but to smile and laugh. So that's what the point of the third hour is to to get past all the stress we do for two hours in the beginning, and that's why we've changed the third hour into having some fun, because now I can go to bed and be relaxed, you know? Happy ending? I love a good happy ending. (laughs) 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 All right, Skin, we'll talk to you later, brother. All right, you guys, take care. Go yell at some people on Twitter. Later, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, Dave? Hey. I'm playing the end of the show. I'm the show host here. Thank you. <laughs> Good God. Frank, uh, why don't you go ahead and promote your stuff and uh, tell everybody where to find you and all that. Uh, all right. Uh, H-E-I-S-T-C-L-I-C-K on Twitter, on YouTube, on Facebook. Uh, check us out on iTunes and Amazon. Uh, Heist Click, uh, the new single. Uh, the cons- uh, What the fuck is the name of the new single? Political Statement. It's uh it's up on YouTube. Check it out right now. It's for sale December third. Music before money records. Raz Radio. I love you guys. Thank you for bringing me on. And don't forget International Heist Radio. Uh, every other Monday. This Monday is your Monday, Monday night. Yep, seven thirty to nine thirty p.m. live. I guess you got to call Dave tomorrow night. <clears throat> oh fuck. <laughs> All right, brother. Very cool. Thanks, talk- guys. If you don't have it running, you know I'll stream it. So don't worry. I know, my brother. You're the best. All right, Thank brother. you, Godfather. Peace out, brother. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> later. Peace right. out, Frank. Get rid of Frankie there. Let's get some final music going. Dave, you got anything you want to say? No, nah, I'm good, man. Honey, you got anything you want to say? I just want to say, Bickety, you're always a joy. <laughs> it's been lovely talking to you again this evening, and thank you for joining us. And uh Thank you. Okay, bye, everyone else. <laughs> and that was fun alright guys uh, again you've been listening to the first 52 on Raz Radio a little extra hours tonight a little uh, uh, what what does Alex Jones call it Uh, overdrive so uh, I'm glad I hope you enjoyed the interview with Jack very informative don't forget tomorrow you got uh, The Wolf is Loose at 5 followed by uh, Week in Review with Kevin Harris have a great week love you guys Consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced. To love or to hate, I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused.
get through in this world Always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes But it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace When I'm trying to be real, they tend to be fake When I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this rat race in this place It's time to blast off Destination's face With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful, the silent With the light show from a passing UFO Lost in the glow of the unknown Please don't go And I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home But right from day one I've been in this alone with odds stacked against, I've been drowning in stress They said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left An old man once told me, Allie, don't have a love back Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death This is a test, just a frequency check For intelligent life, now's time to connect It's an SOS, the death's been sent With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided Through the beautiful asylum When the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity
Wings and fly, cause I was just like him. I'll grow old and die. 